attention, please. It's time for the final countdown. The show starts in. Episode 6, Season 3 of the Jumping the Rail Podcast. This is Mark Rebin coming to you from the Noodles position in Champaign, Illinois, and joined as always by my buddy Menders. And uh, Menders, I don't know, my brother says that the new opening scares him when, when he hears it, because he wasn't expecting it last time. Oh, <laughs> that doesn't surprise me. <laughs> no, it's, it's, a, it's a little heavy. Uh, a little heavy. Just a, just a touch. Uh, hard to believe we're already six episodes into, into I- this season. That was what I was just thinking about. I was like, how the heck are we six seasons, six episodes in already? Yeah, just wait till the when we roll around to the new year when we start going weekly. Yeah. That's hey, going to be crazy. You agreed to it. I know. I know. I did. <laughs> I did agree to it. Yes, you did. All right. So uh, we got a fun one today. We're going to be joined here in about, about an hour by uh, Polly Tomaselli, the impact bully from the uh, Midwest independent scene uh, guy I've been familiar with for a very long time from when I lived up by Chicago. And I think he should uh, be an interesting chat because he's one of those guys that kind of has his toe in a little bit of everything in uh, in pro wrestling. So I'm looking forward to that. Uh, Good. Let's get some road stories. I want road stories. Oh, yeah. It's, uh, I'm always down for a good road story, especially, I mean, we've talked about it doing a side a side hustle some of the local indie guys but uh i see we got some new faces in the in the chat there so hello and welcome and uh yeah, so while we're uh while we're waiting i know barry's gonna <clears throat> jump in at some point i think and uh and help us out but uh i guess we should probably start off with uh, what we saw last night menders you said you just finished watching raw today. i just finished watching it yep uh not the most, like, it's one of those run-of-the-mill Raws, you know, it's just kind of par for the course for the most part. Uh, but the, I guess everybody's got the rumblings about the uh, the end of the show, which yes. we saw the, the big tag title rematch, uh, and Drew McIntyre got himself involved, kicked the shit out of Jey Uso, and helped Judgment Day uh, retain the championships, but the, the big story was afterwards when he was up on the stage with Rhea, and it looked like they were being awful chummy. So yeah. So what, I wonder what, how Dom felt about that. 
Well, Dom wasn't in the building. Remember, they got banned from the arena. Oh, that's right. I still the, wonder how Dom felt about that. He probably felt however Rio wants him to feel about it. <laughs> probably. <laughs> you know what? There's nobody that's better to go into the Judgment Day, in my opinion. Oh, no. Perfect guy. No. Perfect guy. Yeah. And we were trading, uh, well, I say trading theories, but we kind of have the same theory about what's going to happen going forward now. With we the, did. With the Judgment Day. Doesn't surprise me because I feel like you and I have a lot of the same theories, especially when it comes to WWE and AEW. So it's kind of like well, you always say me and Barry have the same brain. You we, guys share the brain on the belts, yes. But uh, but yeah, so kind of just the way we're thinking about it is it's they told a great story last night from the beginning of the show to the end. Mainly surrounding the Judgment Day, where Damien works out, hey, I'm the leader, you know, which, I don't know, that got uh, quite the uh, quite the reaction, piped in or otherwise, uh, <laughs> right. when he said that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> AJ's got a point. Oh. <laughs> Dom can feel however he wants to. Rhea has him and Buddy on the leash, and they do what she says, damn it. <laughs> very true. Very true. Yes. Uh, but, yeah, so after... After Priest declared himself the leader, then backstage Rhea says, okay, you, you're the leader of the War Games team. Because I guess she felt he, they needed a field general, and Priest, you know, he's been the longest tenured guy in the group, so it made sense. He has. Uh, he's also but, the one that looks like a champ, but that's beside the point. Well, uh, he's seen your money in the bank. <laughs> and he's grown. <laughs> he's a grown-ass man, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so they go fast forward a little bit, uh, I guess, congratulations, J.D. McDonough finally got put into the group. He's been... Only took you six months. Congrats, right? dude. And I'd say he earned it. He keeps throwing himself in harm's yeah. way every week. And keeps getting his ass kicked. Right. If it was a cartoon, he would have pushed Finn out of the way and had an anvil fall on his head. Exactly. But, uh, but the way we're seeing it is, and we're always armchair booking. This is for the course with us what we do yeah so <laughs> assuming we're assuming it's going to become a five on five and we're assuming games. right yes. now it's four on four but i mean drew got introduced into the equation last night so then cody would theoretically get a fifth person on his team also but whoever they pick is irrelevant at this like for our theory because i think we both agreed that we think that Judgment Day is probably going to lose this War Games match. Yes. Which means that Priest is probably going to take the heat for it from the group. Which means I don't think it's going to happen until after, though. Here's my th here's here's my thinking. Right. Because they still have they still have the chant belts. They still have tag belts. Chant belts. <laughs> hey, it's my favorite ring hey, announcers in the chat. I'm so excited. Rob Leach, welcome to the A show. And I'm not yep. saying that the shootout's the B show, but this is the first show. This was the so, first uh, show. Yeah. Hey, Rob, anyway, make sure you check out the shootout tomorrow. We got the big the shooties tomorrow night, so you want to make sure you got the shooties tomorrow night. One. But okay, so they're gonna have to get the tag belts off of Damien and Finn. Finn. So they've got to get those off of them. But I think, okay, um, sorry, I was looking to see what Rob wrote. 
<laughs> but I I think they're all going to turn on Priest. Yeah, I I'm half inclined to think that it's going to be a, a case where I think Drew's going to cost them the tag titles. Or they could even do the old uh, Finn walking out, walking out on them kind of thing. They could. But the only thing I'm thinking is who's who takes the belts off of them? I mean, Cody and Jay, I got to think, aren't going to get another shot. I mean, they just lost their rematch. Right. And, I mean, DIY, I guess, is an option, but they're kind of on a losing streak with the Imperium. And then there's the Creed Brothers. Well, there's but there's the see, Creed Brothers. That'd be it. I don't see them putting it on them, though, already. They could, though. I could see it. I could see it for shock value. Yeah. There's always the new day. There's always the new day. Just break glass. Did you catch my eye roll? <laughs> Did you catch my eye roll? <laughs> hey, I, I like. I, I like, like the, the new day. day. Don't get me wrong, time. but yeah, they've had them for so they're, long. I think it's... they're kind of in a case of emergency tag team at this point, as far as championships go. I agree. Uh, yeah, there's a few uh, Alpha Academy, of course, is always an option. I mean, they're heating up Gable a little bit, but yeah, but see, AJ, may... we'll step behind. Hey, you got to You need to put up his other his other comment because we totally agree with it. The oh, pop that's oh, going to happen when that fifth man for the Survivor oh, Series shows up. Okay. <laughs> and the pop we when yeah. we hear, I hear voices in my head. They counsel me. They understand when that fifth man shows up at Survivor Series, though. I agree because yeah. it's going to be in Chicago, yeah, think... which is close to home. Yeah, well, that so... is the rumor that it's going to be uh, a returning Randy Orton, possibly. I know everybody on their mother's going to say, oh, we want it to be punk, but... I was just going to say, what if it would be punk? That would be scary. It'd be a big pop, but... It'd be a big pop. I don't know. I don't don't think so. No. I don't think so. No. I don't think Triple H Uh, and punk could get along enough to do that, honestly. I'll I'll bet the Triple H could be professional. I think Vince was the issue. I don't know if punk could be completely professional. Well, I don't think Triple H would ever fear for his life if there was a backstage oh, alteration. Oh, no. Oh, no. Duh. He's not Tony. Who, this guy? Yeah, that guy. <laughs> <laughs> Punk is God, but I don't think it's him. Okay, AJ. Oh, AJ. Oh, youth. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> if you want to, you know, if they want a big hometown pop, you know who they get because they're in Chicago? Who? One man gang. Dust off George Gray for one night and have him come out. There Dust with, him with, off. With, Dust him off. I thought, I thought for sure you were going to say Colt. And I was like, no, please, dear God, no. <laughs> oh, Colt. Yeah. All right. So let's move on. So that's okay. our picks now for all that. Okay. I like this whole Zoe Stark Rhea thing. Yeah. I like the matchup. It's, uh, I like the promo last night. I did too. The two of them. I did too. One of the promos I did actually listen to. Um, I, like, I also like the exchange between Rhea and Pierce. Yes. Pierce kind of grew a set. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I I kind of like. Thank you, AJ. <laughs> <laughs> I here's the thing. I'm kind of like Rhea when Zoe popped up in NXT. I remember when she showed up in NXT. 
because I was still trying to give it a chance because that was when they just went to two point or been mm-hmm. 2.0 for a little bit. And I was still trying to give it a chance. But she was one of the women that came in that I was like, she's going to be something. She has it. She's got it. The only thing I hadn't heard her do was cut a promo. And after last night, she still needs some work on her promo. But she's very strong in all aspects. She's very well-rounded. I'm okay with it. I don't think she's going to take the belt off Aria. But I think... I don't think it's going to be a cakewalk for Rhea, though, either. I think Zoe's no. going to come out with some surprises. It's going to be a hell of a match. I personally, I don't think Rhea loses the belt till well after WrestleMania. I can see her going for another six to eight months with that belt. Because there's, it's one of those things, who, who do they have that could beat her believably? I mean, you got Becky, obviously. He's always there. Becky's always there. And um, they've been kind of doing a slow tease with, with those two here and there the last few weeks. Yeah. But, uh, Shayna, I think they need to build her back up a little bit more before they try her. Uh, Nia, uh, no thank you. I'm not a fan. <laughs> <laughs> and we're all in agreement on that one. No yeah. thank you. Sorry, Dwayne. Uh, AJ commenting, Zoe had a lot of moments to shine in the five-way at Crown Jewel. Yes, she did. I'm glad she's getting a title shot against Rhea. Yeah, I I was glad out of everybody in that battle world, I'm glad it came down to Zoe and Shayna, and Zoe got the win on that. Can we talk about that stupid battle royal last week? I know you weren't a fan, Menders. I was not a fan. <laughs> I was fine with the ending, but man, the buildup and every all the other just bullshittery that happened. <laughs> it's the best yeah. word I could come up yeah. with. You can't call it fuckery, because fuckery is a very different thing. Exactly. It's, yeah, I... It was it was bullshittery. And, <laughs> and what's the deal? Okay. So they're going to build up. Is it Zaya? That's the one they're building up with the big kick, right? Right. I call her Spicy Zaya after reading her kick pads last night. <laughs> ah, okay. <laughs> so, but who has, other than Becky, who has she even gone against that's even considered a threat? Well, it's, well, she's still... Just getting her feet wet. She had the match with Indy last night. She took out uh, Candace backstage a couple weeks ago. So they're really they're getting the kick over. Mainly. They're getting the kick over. They are getting but, the kick over. And well, Becky starting, took the kick. So Becky took the kick before the battle royal. Yeah. So right. So I think they need to give her some uh, some like, and they give her some opponents. They got to give her, give her some moments like just on the show. Uh, I was listening to Busted Open today, uh, Bully Ray on, and I usually take his takes very seriously because he has good he has good calls sometimes. And they were talking about Zaya on there, and he mentioned that he wanted them to give her kind of the nine one one treatment for all you ECW fans that know what I'm talking about. And he would basically just come out, choke slam somebody, get over, and then then leave. He wasn't leave. a polished worker or anything. They could do that with Zaya during just during a random women's match where she just comes out, kicks everybody's head off, and then leaves. You know, but it's just you know I could I just want to I'm glad they're getting the kick over first. Yeah. Because there's so few really established finishes these days that are protected. Right. Yeah, she did. I forgot about that. Oh yeah, she was. Uh, what's her name? Uh, 
Yeah, she was with Wendy Wendy Chu before she was Wendy Chu, and she was the before dragon was lady, or whatever she was called. Before yeah. she was sleepy. <laughs> yes. She, this made her very tired having to wear all that stuff and sit in the chair. I guess. But, but yeah, it's. Uh, I'm glad they're doing something with Zaya. I'm curious where they're going with her. Uh, like I said, they're kind of throwing her in the deep end early, putting her with Becky yeah. this fast, but. I mean, other if not that, then she has she what she goes through Tegan and Maddie. And, uh, I don't know if they would put like Raquel. I don't know if she could reach to kick her in the head. That's true. She's a tall drink of water. That Raquel Rodriguez. So she is. Um, yeah. I have a question for you. How okay. did you feel about Tegan Knox and Piper Niven last night? I thought about this because I had the same. It was kind of the same way I was thinking about uh, Nakamura and Otis. Because... Okay. I want to see if we're on the same page here, because I, I bet okay. we are. Okay. I'll start with Nakamura and Otis. That was the first match. If Otis is going to lose to Nakamura and it's finished, that's the way it needs to be done for Nakamura to hit him with like three or four. And and Otis took it like a, like a monster should. He didn't go down did. with the first one. So Nakamura had to chop him down, then give him the big shot at the end off the ropes. It was kind of the same idea with, with Tegan. She kind of broke Piper down a little bit, like taking her out at the knees and then hitting her strikes. But then she hit that Shining Wizard at the end to get the pin. And uh, I like that she saved that particular strike for just for the finish instead of giving her a bunch of them. Yeah. With, with Tegan, you know, she always did the team kick business with Dakota. Right. So she has she, she's a striker, just like Nakamura is. So it with her, it didn't have to be the the same move over and over again. She just kept kept getting shots in on Piper, and then she hit that big shining wizard. With Otis, Otis is a little bit more established as, as the big monsters than Piper is. Piper, I think they're... I don't think they still know for sure what to do with Piper right now. Uh, and she's great. That's that's the terrible so thing good. about it. She's so good. She's really good. She's really good. Uh, but you gotta put her there in there with people that know what they're doing, though, too. And some of the ones that are there, in my opinion, are still green. They've come up from NXT. They're still trying to learn. I would. I like when she was in the ring with Bianca last year. Yes. Yes. I did. would be curious to see how she would do with a Charlotte. You know, that Charlotte would be can, fun. Charlotte can be face to face with her, but then you know, it's number one. You know, Charlotte's just so so good. And yeah. she could probably lead Piper through a good match, but then just to see how she would win, how she would do it, because. So does this know, mean we get Tegan and Natty versus Chelsea and Piper for the tag t- champs now? I I think that's the route they're going. But again, there's not a lot of women's tag teams until they finally decide to go with, uh, I don't know, maybe Kyrie and Neo or Kyrie and Asuka. As a tag team, because they're in, they're all in damage control now. Right. So. Oh, I see what you did here, AJ. Uh, I saw it as soon as I saw that go up. I was like, "Shut up, AJ!" I hated that stupid name for Piper. Yeah, um, I was so glad when they gave her her regular name back. Uh. Okay, so we know we have war games. Mm-hmm. You know, there's going to be female war games. What's going to yes. be the teams for that? Because I uh, haven't, so, I've missed SmackDown, I, so you got to fill me right, in. So, as I understand, it's going to be Damage Control, which is Bailey, 
Io, Asuka, and Kyrie. I don't think Dakota's cleared yet. So I, they might have a fifth member. And then the other team, so far they've got Bianca, Charlotte, and Shotzi on, on the second team. Uh, not sure who the uh, rest of the team members will be for that one. But I missed SmackDown also. I had to read the recaps because I wasn't home Friday. Gotcha. Who are the other who are the other female wrestlers over there? Well, let's see. Who do we have left? <laughs> who do we have left? That's a good question. Well, there's Alina. It wouldn't surprise me if Alina would jump in there. Yeah. Well, you know, she's busy drying her tears after Santos screwed over Ray. <laughs> so they're done. So she has nothing to do. So throw her in there. Um I'm glad Santos is a heel, by the way. Oh, I am too. He's so much better as a heel, in my opinion. Oh, yeah. Very much so. Uh, let's see. Well, they got B-Fab. She's not doing anything. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I tickled me. Does this pop to you as much as when Barry did his King Curtis impression last time? <laughs> Breathe. Deep breath. Breathe. Okay. Well, AJ suggested Becky. I, I heard that could be a possibility. You know, it's a it's a dual show pay-per-view, so she'll be there, you know. But I don't know. I mean, I'm having, I'm, I think she still had business with Z, with Zyali after next Monday. So are you, are you, are you all right? I, I, I'm okay. Hold on. Let me wipe the tears. I, I'm sorry. I have never been a B-Fab fan at all. I haven't either. And so the fact that you even suggest, I forget <laughs> that she's even still there. So, uh -huh. it, well, here's, here's one that they could. What about Jade? I don't want it to be Jade. I want to wait. I want Jade to wait till the Rumble to debut. I don't think they're going to let her wait till the Rumble. I, th I think it's got to be the Rumble. They're dumb if they don't, but I don't think they're going to let her wait. That's the, that's the best place to debut somebody. That's what they did with AJ. I know. So they did with Ronda. Although technically she wasn't in the Rumble, but she was at the Rumble. Right. I mean, I, don't know, I guess plus, we'll wait and see. Plus, for first match, you're going to put her in War Games. I, I think they'd want to give her a few tune up matches before putting her on in a big stipulation like that. AJ, I hope you were kidding. Oh. I know she uh, she asked for a meeting with Bobby Lashley on uh, SmackDown. B-Fab is actually doing something. She seems to be joining up with Lashley and the Prophets. Oh, boy. Wouldn't it make more sense to have Bianca do that? I would think. One would <sighs> think. Yep. Welcome to our world. What in and the Russo was going on over there? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Speaking of Russo, we'll have a lot to talk about him later. Oh, uh, true. Uh, <laughs> all right, so let's move on. Uh, I, I don't know if you heard this, Menders, but NXT has gotten a deal with the CW Network starting in October of next year to uh, to go there. I guess uh, NWA must have blown their uh, opportunity, so to speak. That's what I heard. Yeah, it's... Uh, uh, speaking of blown opportunities, apparently the talks with AEW and Discovery are not going very well either. That's what I heard. It's uh, I don't know what the particulars are on that. I heard that maybe they're not happy with the 
I think they're happy with the content, getting all the shows and everything, but I don't know if they're happy with the viewership going down like it is. I wonder why. <laughs> Bianca can't go heel. She does too much kissing babies and smiling and having entrances with Make-A-Wish kids. She'll never turn heel and therefore can't join that team. So she's the female John Cena. Got it. Okay. Sheena. <laughs> Sheena. <laughs> um, oh, Bianca. She's yeah. very good, though. Well, are we going to talk about... We got Full Gear coming up this weekend. Yes, we do. We will not be home for Full Gear, I think. Oh, no, we will not be. Is, our whole brood is going to Terre Haute for the AEW show, or the Zero One show. You got me thinking <laughs> yes. about Full Gear. Uh, we can talk We're going to go matches, watch a cage so. match that'll make sense. <laughs> it's okay. It, it, might make, it might make you very nervous. It, will, it, it already is making me nervous, so it's fine. Yeah, it's... Uh, I'm kind of used to it by this point. Yeah. <clears throat> yes, let's see here. So I want to see the run down the matches here. So Do they have them? You mean we actually have matches before a week before the show? I have a list of... Three, four, I have a list of seven matches here. Okay. Which I believe are the ones that they've announced. So, uh, okay. And first off, I hate that they, they've been doing this to MJF, making him wrestle twice a night, once in a handicap match every time. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> uh, he's uh, defending the tag the Arwich Tag Team Championships against the Guns. Uh, Do you think he's going to ask up. Joe? He kind of has I to. I really want him to. I really want him to. I'd be fine with it. I would be too. Plus, that would technically make Joe a Grand Slam champion in Ring of Honor because that's the only belt he never had over there is the uh, tag team championships. So, I don't think as long as Joe that. does his walk away, I'm cool with it. Oh yeah, <laughs> I was watching an old TNA pay per view today, and he did that. Uh, somebody I love the walk away. He's so nonchalant about it. Smartest move in wrestling. It's like, yep, nope. <laughs> And the look on his face when he does it, too, is just so dismissive. <laughs> it's like, really? Jackasses. All right. <laughs> All right. So, MJF versus the Guns for the ROH Tag Team Championships. Uh, you want to just do picks since we're uh, sure, just why a few not? days away? All right. Sure. Pick me a winner here, Menders. I, I got to go with MJF. See, I'm thinking it's going to be the Guns. I, I don't. I think there's going to be some fuckery involved. There's always fuckery involved. Some, but... some juicy fuckery, if you know what I mean. <laughs> some juicy fuckery. Um, here's the or thing though. Joe I don't, I don't think, if it's Joe. I don't think they're going to take those belts off of MJF until Adam's back. I'm sorry. Until Cole is back. Allow me to. Yeah, there's a lot of Adams. Explain. So you sure you clarify. All right. Uh, next match I have on here is the Winnipeg, or sorry, the Golden Jets, <laughs> Kenny Omega and Chris Jericho against the Buckaroos. Uh, oh, wait, there's more to that in there. There's. There's a stipulation if the Bucks win, then Jericho and Omega can never team up again. Which. Wait. Which what? one is it then that we're supposed to have like arena fuckery again or whatever? That Paul White's part of. That was the oh, Jericho. That's, uh, that's on TV. That's on. Oh. Uh, I think that's Dynamite t- tomorrow night. I thought that was on. My bad. No, it's just the Ontario Street Fight in Ontario, California. I'm not even sure uh, who the, the fourth uh, Callus guy is. It's Takeshita, Hobbs, and Fletcher, and I don't know if it's going to be Osprey or if it's going to be Guevara. 
Visitor Force guy. And then it's uh, Jericho, Omega, Bushi, and uh, Big Show. In his rickety knees. Excuse me. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I'm so glad they're letting those young guys get in there and work. Aren't you? Well, well yeah, well, I'll get to that here on the next one. Uh, <laughs> all right, pick me a winner. Oh, it must, be the, it must be the Darby one. Um, <laughs> I know you want everybody to lose in this match. Yeah, I kind of do. It's that there's not a win on this. Um, well, oh, anytime the Bucks lose, I'm happy. Well, yeah. Anytime the Bucks. And I don't have as big an issue with Omega as I do with the Bucks. But the jerk. I don't. I don't think. <laughs> I don't think AEW booking wise could afford to not have Jericho and Omega be partners on occasion. No, I think that's going to happen for a while. I, so I, yeah, that's why so, I thought Omega and Jericho were going to win this one. Yeah. Well, who won the last one? Was it Callus's group or was it? Yes, uh, Callus's group. Because I think. Uh, What's his name? Uh, Guevara pinned uh, Omega, didn't he? Oh yeah. So yeah, I'm I'm gonna say I'm gonna say Omega and Jericho over the Bucks. Okay. Uh, next up, uh, Christian Cage, Luchasaurus, and Nick Wayne versus Adam Copeland, Sting, and Darby Allen. Uh, one guy in his mid to late thirties, one guy who's in his late teens, one guy in mid twenties. One guy in his 60s and two guys in their early 50s. So, kind of a... Uh, not exactly following the vision of uh, the youth movement that everybody thought that Tony was going to be going with. Yeah. I'm going to make um, a prediction because it's always the case. I think Sting is going to make Nick Wayne tap out. Because Tony seems to like to make the young guys uh, job out to Sting. Yeah. Plus, they're probably going to want to give Sting as many wins as possible before his final match, so... Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, he's on his retirement tour now, as we know. Uh, oh, Brian, Brian Cage is the fourth man. The Callis family made a deal oh. with Swerve and Nana to okay. borrow their big man. All right. Uh, so we know who's taking the pin. Yep. Uh-oh, I don't hear you. I don't hear you at all. <laughs> the, uh, the headset cut out, then cut back in again, but I forgot I still have to be muted. Ah, uh, okay. Well, you're back, so now okay. I hear you. <laughs> okay. Uh, all right, so pick me a winner here, Menders. Team Christian versus Team uh, Sting Edge Darby. I'm so torn. It would make sense for Christian to win. For Team mm -hmm. Christian to win. But I'm an edge girl. I always have been. I've always been an Adam Copeland fan. Um, and I'm kind of with you. I think they're going to let Sting go over. So I'm going to go with Sting and Darby and all them. All right. Well, Darby has to get some wins too before he starts climbing Mount Everest. <laughs> if he can. And then I heard he's going to ride a big wheel down... If, once he reaches the top. Of course he is. Of course I, he is. I don't think that's true. I was, just being, I was being a rascal. But I could see it happening, though. I could see it happening. I don't know why you're saying you're being rascal, because I could see it happening. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
He's not the brightest tool in the shed at times, so. No. He seems like a perfectly intelligent young man, but. He does! He has this damn thirst for danger that's going to get him killed at some point. <laughs> we don't know Either anybody on. like that. <laughs> what? <laughs> uh, all right, next up uh, Hangman Page versus Swerve Strickland. If uh, Swerve doesn't win, we riot. <laughs> I'm just saying, Swerve is the guy I would pick to take the belt off of Max. That's I'm kind of at that point now, too. That's how high I am on Swerve's work as a heel. And I loved, I really enjoyed when he broke into Paige's house. It had, I had so many questions. Like, where was the wife? <laughs> was the baby in the crib with nobody home? Uh, <laughs> so many questions. So many questions. Yes. But I, Swerve is so good. He's... Probably the smoothest guy in the company, work-wise. His match with Penta last week was pretty good. Yeah, I bet AJ enjoyed that. Of Lucha Underground. Oh, that was Lucha uh, Underground remaster right there. <laughs> I was excited shot. to see it. I was hear about kill shot from you guys. I didn't watch much of Lucha Underground, so I've... we're gonna have to fix that. Because <laughs> for me to not like flippy dippy stuff, and I watched Lucha Underground. The stories were great. I love the stories. Oh, AJ has a good question. How did... <laughs> Damn it, AJ. <laughs> I'm gonna hey, read you this said Bari's going to be out here later, right? Maybe we should uh, have I, him read I, this I, one. <laughs> there you go. Uh, AJ also adds, Darby has to win before Mount Everest. What? He's got to get built up before he puts a literal mountain over and collects a Darwin Award. Oh. <laughs> So we both agree but, on Swerve for this one. Yes. All right. Uh, here's one. I don't know how you're going to pick a winner here, Menders. It's, I mean, I know you like both of these guys so much. Oh, uh, boy. Orange Cassidy versus John Moxley for the International Championship. Bathroom break. Oh. <laughs> okay. Ooh. All right. You know what? I, I'm. This might shock you. I think I'm going to go with Orange. Are you going with pockets, huh? pockets you know his work really his work <laughs> yeah i i remember he said he was going to benny's <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> um <clears throat> i you know orange's work is actually when he's not doing the comedy stuff it's fairly decent i've, I've said it before i think he's he's a, he's a good wrestler it's just he's a prisoner of his own gimmick yeah so I'm, of course, I'm I've seen go... him wrestle since before he was Orange Cassidy. So, <clears throat> well, and I think if anybody would allow him to go over would be Mox, and then Mox can go do his death match stuff that he wants to do, or his tomfoolery. He's, and he's got a Wrestle Kingdom date coming up with Osprey and David Finley for that uh, UK US whatever it is championship that got rebranded the last few months. So I can see Pockets winning this one. Uh, You know what the thing is? Moxley used to be my favorite. He really did. I was always a fan of Mox back when, like, from the time Dean Ambrose days. I was a fan of him. Even before, when he was in uh, Dragon Gate USA, he was awesome. He was a great heel, and he held just about every championship in the Indies in 2000, 
2010, 2009. But, but uh, then again, that was over of, 10 years ago. <laughs> uh, I liked when he was Dean Ambrose. Of course, he had a pretty short leash on him, so he didn't do anything too crazy. Right. Uh, but yeah, I think it's just that it's a dangerous thing when the booker lets the talent just get away with murder. Because then it just they do crazy shit for the sake of doing crazy shit, and then it all gets watered down, and you know, and it doesn't like, make any sense, and it's dumb, right. and yeah, right. All right, so you're picking pockets. I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna say pockets also. I think he's gonna retain here. All right, next up, uh, women's championship: Hikaru Shida versus Tony Storm. And uh, Tony, for the record, is my favorite part of AEW right now. Uh, yes. <laughs> Tony, Tony, Siobhan, Siobhan, I was like, what are you doing? And then, uh, they found a job for Luther, (laughs) right? At least it's Uh, not in the ring. That's all that really matters. But, um, and I like what they're doing with RJ city with her also. Yeah. But I like how everything she does is in black and white. Yes. Uh, I forget who it was that said it. It might have been something I read on Twitter. It might have been one of the boys talking that the best thing they could do would to have like Danhausen become obsessed with her and just like stalk her. <laughs> I think AJ said that actually. I think you might be right. AJ, was that you? Yeah, AJ, was that you? <laughs> yeah. Um. Oh yeah, Switchblade Conspiracy Mox. That's what I'm talking about when he was with Sammy Callahan and Joe Gacy. Yeah. Back in CZW. But uh, yeah, I. Who do I want to win? I want Tony to win. Who do I think is going to win? The other one. See, I think Tony's going to win. I hope Tony wins. I want Tony to win. She's she's more over than she's ever been right now. Yeah. And Sheeta, you know, I like Sheeta. I, I, I thought she's a good worker, but she seems like she's just solely there as a transitional champion because they didn't want to have Tony against Soraya. Yeah. Yet. Yet. All right. Uh, I saw event. the Tony Housen fantasy booking on Twitter and put it in the chat. Yes. Okay. It was. It was AJ. <laughs> okay. Oh, he's he's has. That was a good thought, though. I I like that idea really very much. Uh, yeah. MJF versus Jay White for the AEW Championship. Uh, I think we're both in agreement that we think Max is going to take this one, and I like I Jay White. He's one of my favorites. He's one of your favorites. Barry absolutely oh. hates him. Oh yeah, <laughs> Barry. There's a whole there's a whole thread of memes out there about how much Barry hates Jay White. <laughs> and they're hilarious. Barry, where are you at, man? What are you doing in we the comments? I sent you a link. <laughs> but uh, yeah, we can let him go off on his Jay White <laughs> rants in person. Yeah, uh, Max yeah. has got to win. Max has got to win. Yeah, I, and at least to get this belt back. He's heading home now. Now here's so. my question. Okay, so here's my question: Does uh, do we find out who the devil is? On uh, I don't think so. I think the devil's going to be the reason that Max keeps the belt. Interesting. Well, they attacked Jay White in the back. Remember? Hmm. So then they attacked the but they attacked the acclaimed in the back too. But if we go back to my theory that it's Jack Perry, Oof. I know you hate this, but 
Think about this. I do not like this who idea. Else, who else would he want to take the belt off of other than the guy that called him out and said, you being a nice guy has gotten you where and I'm where? So no, I didn't say it's a bad idea. I just said I hate the idea. Well, I hate the idea too, but I'm still going with my theory. And AJ says Britt Baker's the devil. So Right. Which is not an uncommon theory at this point. No. Uh, should I share what I said to the group that sent chills <laughs> down your spine the other day? Go for it. Is there what is, is there a remote possibility that the devil is Tony Khan? <laughs> Did you just open your mouth a little bit? I did. I was gross. <laughs> if I never see another heel authority figure in wrestling again, it'll be too soon. So I hope that's not the case. Well, you said that. And I think my first, I, I responded with three words. I hate you. Uh-huh. I, yes. That's how I know I send a good <laughs> thought to the group. When I get an immediate, I hate you from Enders. In the, <laughs> when I sent that meme of timeless Tony Schiavone, I got the same response. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> In time yeah, with Tony Khan, I think it was another one. Yeah, you sure did. You can't unsee those things. You can't, and I hate yeah. you for it. <laughs> now, I Well, I still blame Justin Credible for the other thing that's burned oh, into yes. my brain, too. But that's beside the point. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's a, that was unsettling to think about. Yeah, it was. When somebody made a, made, a, made a photo edit of that very scenario... <sighs> I don't know who would do such a thing. <laughs> I think it's that guy that's over there wearing that war horse shirt, <sighs> but you know. Uh, oh, war horse. Oh, war horse. <sighs> Indeed. So what do we? So, okay, so what else we got to talk about? Because well, that's let's about, see here. That's about all I can handle of AEW. <laughs> <laughs> And AJ has a thought. There's some logic to the Tony Khan is the devil theory. There is. Yeah. That's why I hate the idea, but... MJF's contract is coming up in 2024. The bidding war 2024. Yeah, very cool. It rhymes. TK may want to make sure Max doesn't pull in a Lunder Braze and throw the AEW title in the trash on Raw. I, I don't think... I don't think Max would do that, though. I really don't. No, I don't think so. I can, because I can see it's him bringing his the belt. belt to Raw. Oh, I can too. I can see him bringing three B. And he, well, if uh, Pepsi Phil shows up at Survivor Series, any chance he brings the X Division AW belt with him? Oh, that would be hilarious. That would be hilarious. I doubt yeah. it happens, but you know. No. So, what's been Maybe. Gary's take of all this? Have you talked to him about any of this? That's true. Never happened. It's a work. Oh, That's always his take on everything. It's a work. <laughs> He's a scumbag after all. I got he a feeling a that if I got a feeling that Tony would send a injunction that would get to the building before Max would, if he was debuting Probably. on WWE. Probably. Eric Bischoff has made everybody very nervous when it comes to departing talent with championships. Can't imagine why. Yeah, I guess I heard he wanted Mike Awesome to do the same thing, but the but Pauly sent an injunction when Awesome debuted on Nitro. Because Awesome huh. was still the ECW champion when he went to WCW. Gotcha. And his mullet was glorious. 
damn mullets. I, you gotta respect a good mullet. So, Rep, have you had a chance to watch Wrestlers on Netflix yet? I have not. I've heard mixed reviews about Wrestlers on Netflix. I've heard some people say it's really good, and I've heard some people say that it's like a, a hatchet job. Uh, have you watched it yet? I have. I've watched all of it. I enjoyed it. So what are it. your thoughts? Okay. I enjoyed it. Um, Did they show Jack Vaughn? He is on there. Nice. <laughs> he just, he's not doing a whole lot, but he is on there. He's like well, in I'm the back. Of, I'm kind of channeling my inner Jack Vaughn these days. with the. I'm with seeing the that. <laughs> I'm seeing that. He's had some very interesting things on his Twitter here lately, too. If, I love if Jack I, Vaughn. If I dye the mustache, I could possibly do Jack Vaughn for the, the, uh, cos- the costume contest at the expo. Do it. Do it. You're not tall enough to be Jack, though. He's no, really freaking tall. He is. He's a tall drink of water. He's what, 6'4", six, 6'5"? Six, yeah. Jack's a guy I want to get on the podcast sometime to chat with. He would be fun. Oh, AJ, I was going to try oh. not to bring that up. <laughs> yeah, I, was, I was hoping we wouldn't bring that up. but Too late. Uh, but, uh, but no, I don't believe they did. No. No. Um, I, no I, I don't think he has a good relationship with OVW. So. No. The, I kind of like following the story of Hollywood Haley J. Mm-hmm. She's young. There's a lot of what she does that reminds me a lot of Billy Stark. Mm-hmm. So, I, huh? Yeah, she does a lot of that too. She does a lot of puff, puff, pass. But um, <laughs> she, but she is good, and her character is good. So it's like, damned if you do, damned if you don't. But I'm just scared that the baggage that she has, it's might follow her will cause her problems on more of a main stage. That's definitely a possibility. Uh, from what I've heard, I'm a little disappointed that they didn't get into more of the history of OVW. Uh, maybe chat with Cornette a little bit since he was one of the big wigs for Danny Davis. Yeah. No, they got to where I hated the guys that were backing them with money, honestly. So, or at least one of them anyway. But by the end of it, you're kind of like, okay, maybe you're not a terrible, maybe you're not a complete, total douchebag, but yeah, you're still a douchebag. So, there's that. Yeah. <sighs> so, maybe I'll check it out one of these days. Uh, I don't watch a lot of Netflix, usually, so one of these days, I'll maybe I'll check it out. I like Al Snow, though. He's, uh... Ooh, you know what, though? We're on the Jumping the Rail podcast. Okay. Hey, we can talk about hybrid next weekend or following weekend. Yeah. Um, a week from Saturday, we're going to Terre Haute for the hybrid championship wrestling show. And Super uh, excited. Super excited. One of my favorites is going to be on. Will that be one M-Dog? Yes. Mr. Uh, M-Dog, Matt Cross. Matt Cross. He's, he's, a, he's a good AKA's egg. He's a talented fella. Son of Havoc from Lucha Underground. You know what? I just discovered when I met him a couple, I think it was right before COVID, right before COVID or right after COVID. But uh, I, I met him and I told him, I said, you know, I've been following you since, you know, like tough enough. And he goes, 
do you realize that's been 20 years? And I go, you, please tell me you're kidding. <laughs> I didn't realize I've been following his career for damn near 20 years. I think I first saw him on the uh, Wrestling Society X show on MTV. Oh, wow. I remember that. And he was teaming up with Teddy Hart. <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh, yeah. Oh, boy. <laughs> okay. But Mad Dog was good. Or Mad Dog. M-Dog. M-Dog. I'm getting my dogs mixed up. Oh. There we go. How about that, though? Cross versus Connolly? Ooh. <laughs> I No, I, I think those styles would clash a little too much. I do. A I'll tell you what, Cross versus Carrot would be a hell of a match. Sure would. Although it would be hard to tell them apart, depending on their gear. Well, doesn't Cross have a beard? They both do. No, I mean like a full beard. Eh, ish. Carrot has the the chin braid thing that yeah. my wife wouldn't let me grow. <laughs> Him and Swerve had a damn good mask versus mask match on the last episode of the Lucha Underground. I could see that. AJ's kind of our Lucha Underground encyclopedia, is he not? Yeah, you know, you're Rain Man on everything else, and AJ's our Rain Man on Lucha. But we've got hey that. AJ, got... what's what's Rain Man in Spanish? <clears throat> He'll figure it out. Something. <laughs> here comes here comes the Google machine. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so we've got we've got that coming up. Matt Cross is going to be you're there. Gonna, you're going to see your buddy Clayton Clark on uh, that that show. <sighs> yeah, that guy. Bang bang Bart. He doesn't like me, and I find it humorous. Who <laughs> wore it better? Oh shoot! I didn't bring my phone in here. Dang it! Who wore it better? <laughs> if you if you do that, I swear! Oh my god, that would be hilarious. Oh, I, you know, the only thing I'm going to complain about for going to hybrid that that's going to be a problem this time. My Rogers. ticket puller isn't going to be there. Oh yeah, your 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 partner in crime. Uh, my conspiracy theorist, or my conspiracy Lincoln. partner, my Lincoln, my buddy. <laughs> the last was it the last two hybrid shows? It's the last yeah. two hybrid shows I went to when they do the the fifty fifty raffle. Well, and... they didn't do they didn't do one at the last one. Okay, but the last two that I was at, you ha- they had Lincoln pull the ticket out both times, and both times he pulled it out, it was your ticket. Mm-hmm. And people started to murmur. And they did. <laughs> Well, it probably didn't help any that I was yelling at them to pick this kid to pick the ticket. Uh-huh. I, I straight up legit didn't have anything to do with it, but because <laughs> AJ, who wore better, TK in the cowboy hat or JBL with the broken neck when he had the whole yeah when he had the halo on with the hat on top? Uh, that meme has been going around. It has been. I saw and it the other day. JBL got mad. He's said that's a photo of evidence of an assault by the Undertaker. Mm. And it should not be used for memes or humor. Mm. Then uh, Undertaker it's responded. Dude. <laughs> Undertaker responded on Twitter. Like, he said, my bad. <laughs> <laughs> my bad. <laughs> Which, that's something you imagine the Undertaker Perfect. saying. Yes. Um, so, yeah, so I'm excited for the hybrid show. Yes. We've got That'll a lot a of wrestling coming up. Do you realize this? Yeah, we got Terra Hope. We got a lot of wrestling coming up in the next two weeks. Yeah, zero then, one on Saturday. We got hybrid next Saturday. Uh, I'm not going to be have, at the one on the ninth. 
Then we have right. a week off. And then we have Matt Toon, which you're not going to be there. Right. I'm not going to be there for that. Ari's one, not going to be there. We're still up in the air on and, if, Joe, if AJ's going to be there. And, and our luck, that's going to be the night that Connolly wins the belt from Joey. And nobody's going to be there to really enjoy it. Oh, I will be there. Are you going to enjoy it? Uh, no, I'm going to enjoy every minute of it. <laughs> I'm not going to enjoy it. it's all it. your fault, Menders. It is. It's always my fault. I'm okay with it. <laughs> I'm fine with it. It can be uh, my fault. As long as as long as Conley walks out with that belt, I'm fine with it. It can be my fault. Uh, what day is that and what venue? Wait, uh, what? Okay, AJ, that is... West Vigo Saturday. December. And Matt too. <laughs> Laurie says, had a buddy go to the Taker one-man show. Two tickets for damn near 800 bucks. I believe it. I looked uh, at them to see how much they were. Yeah. Remember I, how we got stooged last year? Man. I had heard that Taker oh, was going to be at the expo, the expo, and I was all excited. You mean this expo? That expo! Uh, SDX4. We're looking forward to it so much. Uh, no guest announcements since the last episode of the podcast to uh, to reveal, but... Hey, I did get your Christmas oh. present in the mail today. Here you go. <laughs> oh, yeah. Christmas, so he'll be there. It's just the two of us then, AJ. Maybe my cousin might join us, too. Um, he's a wrestling fan convert, isn't he? Yes. Actually, he used to go to OVW before OVW was OVW. He, he used to live in Ohio, so he went to a lot of the shows over there. So... Yeah. He's he's used to going to the bingo halls and things like that to go watch some wrestling. So or some some good old fashioned mud show action. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's not all mud show, just part no. of it. Um, yeah. So we've got that coming up. Hey, just to throw it out there, next Friday, the Friday after Thanksgiving, they're having mm -hmm. a show in Edgewood too. I heard about that. They're doing a Black Friday show instead of the usual Thursday night throwdown. And I'm going to miss be, that one. Is it going to be a main roster show or is it going to be a throwdown? I think if, it's throwdown. If Rob is still in the chat, he can he can answer. He is the general manager, after all, in Edgewood. Exactly. Yeah, I'm but not sure I if we'll go to that one. Well, here's the thing: it's fudge season. Can I plug oh, my fudge? fudge plug your fudge, <laughs> vendors. Plug your fudge. I'll plug my fudge. Which sounds so, really weird out of context. This is doesn't like, it? This is a baking confection fudge. Yes. Nothing I'm, unseemly. I'm, I make chocolate peanut butter fudge. I the chocolate fudge does have. Um, you can get it plain or with walnuts. And then we have a peanut butter cup that has peanut butter fudge on the bottom with chocolate on the top. And then a very, very, very small amount of mint chocolate fudge. I've got one person that I know of that I have to make mint chocolate fudge for. And she loves me, so I have to make sure she has her fudge. <laughs> Let's see, AJ, I remember one night at UWC, my cast turned to Bari and said, real wrestling don't happen in fancy arenas. Good shit happens in dirty old opera houses and bingo. Damn it. Yep. I never went to the opera house for the shows over You Homer, never will but... either. That building's completely... Is it just It's deteriorated so bad that it's not even funny. I I'm bummed because there was yeah. a lot... We... The videos I saw, It's a. it was a cool venue. Oh, it was. It was a very cool venue. But the yeah. trouble that we used to get in over there. <laughs> uh, I'm sure. Some imbibements of uh, adult beverages going on. 
They did. I I didn't as much at that one because I was usually driving. So that's true. But uh, uh, uh back to yeah. your fudge vendors. Uh, back to my fudge. That's six dollars yeah. for a small pan, which is like the little like pie tins that mm-hmm. you can get the little personal pies at Walmart or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then uh, a big pan, which is a nine inch pan, goes for twelve dollars. So six and twelve dollars. If you want any, shoot us a message. Yeah, I think I've let you know what my order is already, if I remember right. Part of it you did. I couldn't remember. I can't. We'll talk about it afterwards. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I've, I've talked it over with the wife, and we are okay. in agreement. So. Okay. Sounds good. All right. <laughs> All right. Yeah, UWC so. was an Outlaw Mud show, but it was our Outlaw Mud show. He's got a point. Mm-hmm. You know, that there's was been home. Some, uh, there's been some... Uh, some incendiary comments about a certain promoter in the Louisville area the last few days on social media. Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to get into that. That's I, I'm not involved in any of that stuff, but I will say this. I was a fan of a certain outlaw mud show that would run up in Joliet when I lived in Aurora that, uh, yeah. so every, there's always a lot mud shows have their place. They do. They do. Uh, don't tell corny. I said that he'll revoke my, cult of cornet card but <laughs> hey i think he can even be in agreement with that that there's a place and a time for it and well i mean he was there he was in memphis and there was yeah. more than a few mud shows in memphis back in the day yeah. yeah so we'll see yes so while we're waiting we got a couple more minutes before our guest comes in from the looks of it uh so we have, I'm going to take a second to plug some other uh, network business vendors, if you don't mind. You go right ahead, sir. All right. So those that know us know that we also host the Zero One Shootout every Wednesday at 6 o'clock. And uh, tomorrow we are doing our one-year anniversary episode, Menders. It's hard to believe we've made it a year. It's, and, uh, it's crazy to think. We started, we started the, that one out the same way we started, well, every other week. That was what we were going to do. Every other week. Mm-hmm. And, and somehow uh, we ended up doing every week. <laughs> we got we got over. We got everybody over. Wanted, everybody wanted to come on, so every week we have a different uh, star from Zero One USA joins us for for a chat. Uh, tomorrow's episode we will not have a guest because we are going to be doing our first annual Studi Awards, uh, just celebrating the year that was in Zero One USA, and uh, so that's going to be fun. It's a uh, we have several categories all voted on by a, an unbiased panel of arbiters to decide winners. And uh, I think we were fair. I think it was fair. There's, there's one guy that kind of cleaned up. He He's getting a few of them that I didn't know it was going to. I didn't realize many. it until I was printing off all the, all the certificates. I was like, wow. Well, technically, okay. it's two and a half, technically it's two and a half because yeah. one of them shared, but yeah, one of them uh, shared, gonna, but he's, no spoilers, he's got two and a half. You want to hear who the winners were? You got to join us tomorrow night on the uh, JTR Podcast Network YouTube channel or Facebook Live at the Zero One Shootout. And uh, we're going to have fun with that. AJ, stop. Rob, Rob told us we could call it the Shooties. Yep. Rob pitched <laughs> that name without knowing that we'd already thought of it. So once Rob yeah. suggested it, we were okay. We were okay with it. It's All just right. in your head, it sounds like yes. that. <laughs> and, as, and then also, as we said, starting in the new year, on January 2nd, which I believe is the 
the Tuesday. Give me a second to check. It is. It is. Yep. So starting on January 2nd next year, the Jumping the Rail podcast will be going weekly instead of every other week. So we don't have three hour long shows. Right. And we're going to split it up. We're going to do one week with the Hall of Fame, then the next week with the top 10 and just cycle it around. So it's not going to be too crazy. Uh, Still going to hopefully get some pretty uh, cool guests involved. And uh, there's always stuff to talk about with uh, with pro wrestling. Don't forget, you need to put it in Heather's ear about coming on before the expo. Oh, I will. So. I'll make sure we do that. We'll try and get Heather Owens back on for before the expo because uh, she was so cool last year when she came on with us and was breaking it all down for us. Uh, she was a lot of fun to party with too. Yeah, they throw a hell of a party over there, don't they? They do. So much fun. Yes. I'm going to try to stay away from the popcorn and the chocolate, though, this time. (laughs) Popcorn and chocolate was my friend last year. (laughs) I'm going to say this, though. The Expo makes for some good people watching. Mm Mm-hmm. I still have friends that I met there that we were friends on Facebook that we still chat. Yeah. So that's a lot of fun. (laughs) One of them I was standing in line. Well, one of them was the one MJF yelled at. Oh, okay. So, yeah. I made friends. Very nice. Very nice. Uh, let's see. Oh, also, I got to talk about uh, Gold Rush, our YouTube series, myself and Jabari Sinclair. Uh, you have a new this, one coming up? We got one. Uh, we're planning on a week from Friday with our next one where we will be talking about the WCW Hardcore Championship. And uh, it's been a few It's been a few weeks since we had an episode. Uh, just schedules, you know, getting in the way. Yeah. But that's the good thing about, about Gold Rush is that it's not a set schedule. We agreed it's just going to be when we can. We're going to put one out on YouTube. So You know what? What? Since this is the week before, can we send out a big happy birthday wish to somebody? Sure. Because speaking of Jabari Sinclair, his birthday is coming up on Monday. Woo! He's going to be yes. old. <laughs> oh. <laughs> He's younger than me, isn't he? Yeah, he's younger than me. He's our—he's the middle child. Okay, but uh, now he's—we'll—we'll we'll have a big old time this weekend at the uh, Zero One show in uh, Terre Haute. Oh, be prepared! There's cake going to uh, Zero One. So, oh, oh boy. Yeah, it could be a mess. Could <laughs> be a mess. AJ says one day I'm gonna take over. There you go. And do an episode on the Lucha Underground title. Hey, if we can do one and have you on, AJ. And let you just run it because we know nothing about it. just get me a title history and I'll get the graphics. Well, let's see. You need Prince Puma. You need <laughs> Magic Killshot got to be involved somewhere. Uh, I don't remember if he had the title or not. What was the, is that the Gift of the Gods belt, AJ? There, there's two different belts. That's two different. There was the championship and then there was the Gift of the Gods. Okay, AJ says we'll be taking Barry to check out that new fancy casino that Friday. Yep. There's He's a fancy new casino? In, the one in Danville. Oh, okay. I have not been there yet. I'm not a big gambler, so I don't go. I'm not there. either. It's the reason I'm kind of glad he's taking him on Friday, because I went with him last year. It's, we went to Paradise. That was a lot of fun. It's weird that AJ's going to the casino, because it'd be like if... Going to work? I went to, I went to another, a different hospital on my day off. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just, just to hang out. <laughs> oh, my goodness. All right, let's see... Uh, See, I was right. Up, Swerve think... never held the Lucha Underground title. He was one-third of the trio's titles at one point. 
Okay, that so sounds there was right. the Lucha Underground title, there was the Gift of the Gods. Yep. There was a ladies title too, if I remember right. And then Maybe. there was the trios. Right. And probably a tag team also, I would assume. I don't think so. Really? They had I don't a remember a tag, no tag team. team. Yeah, I don't remember a tag team. They know. were they were big on factions too. There was a lot of factions. Yeah, I hope that Tony was a fan. Probably. <laughs> I I don't remember a tag title though. Ugh. I'm telling you, find a picture of Clayton Clark. Put the two next to each other. I don't know if I can do next to each other, but I can do a side by like a a quick switch picture. There here. you go, quick switch. But one half yeah. of uh, what's the name of the tag team with Johnny Poke? Whiskey and Warrens. Whiskey and Warrens. That's it. Oh no! <laughs> Sorry, he's having internet problems. Uh oh. Technical difficulties on our show never. Yeah, I'm, I would say something, but I don't want to jinx it. Yeah, let's not. Let's please not. You're <laughs> welcome. He said thank you for the birthday shout out. Ah, uh, yes. See? Lucha title, trios titles, and the gift of the gods. I thought that was the only three titles. They didn't have They didn't have very many. They didn't have a lot of titles. It was, it was more, I want to kick your ass because I want to kick your ass. That was more of what it was, because like it was, um, there was a rundown with Vampiro and, uh, and crap. What's his a zero Mero? Pentagon. There you go, Pentagon. But uh, that was probably that was one of my favorite feuds they had when I was watching. Yeah, that was real good. Okay, are you ready, Menders? I'm ready. All right. This- so you have Tony Khan. Tony Khan. Clayton Clark. Tom. <laughs> Clark. Holy crap, I might go for Bang Bang Bird on this one. <laughs> Remember, we're playing Who Wore It Better. Who Wore It Better. Yeah, Clayton Tony Clark. Clay- Clayton Clark. Clayton Clark. <laughs> I'll, I'll give that one to Bang Bang. <laughs> Although, I will touch that hat one day. Clayton won't touch like it. it. Or, touch I'm it or dope. steal it. Well, I don't want to steal it, but... You know what's going to happen if you take this guy's hat away? Hmm. He's going to look at you like this. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Yeah, no thank you. Yes. Indeed. So what else we got to talk about, Red? Well, let's see. Do you want to talk about what's coming up after our guest gets here? Uh, Yeah. Or are we not not saying what our... uh, Top ten is yet because I really like our top ten this time. <laughs> I thought you'd get a kick out of the. Out of I'm really excited about 10. it, actually. Yeah, I'm, I got a feeling we're going to have a few uh, different ones, but I think we'll have a few that are that are the same. Okay. But uh, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna stooge it off. I'm gonna say what it is, but we're not gonna okay. get to it till after the interview's over. Top ten Tuesday this week. We're going to be doing worst gimmick matches. <laughs> I'm so excited. Oh my. <laughs> Oh, I'm my. so excited. Well, that's gonna be that's gonna be fun. Like I said, Russo, what? <laughs> oh yeah, we got and on my list. I can assure you, I have some WCW. I got some TNA. Got some AEW. I would say so. Uh, the TNA. I'm interested what you have from TNA because I have one. Uh huh. 
And I hope I hope you have it because I don't remember what it was actually called, but I remember what it was. Okay. All right. So let me think here. I you gotta love dead air, don't you? That makes yeah, for a good it's podcast. Great. Your your oh. brother's gonna be so disappointed in us. <laughs> oh yes, indeed. Uh let me see here. Uh, well, I guess we probably ought to talk about the Iron Claw movie. They had the big premiere last Wednesday. I was uh, it last Wednesday? I want yeah, I want to get to go see that. I want to see that. You know what? It's a really I love the fact that they're making a movie about the Von Erichs. I usually have kind of an aversion to biopics. Yeah, because it always seems I like they take way that. too many liberties with the stories and everything. Plus, I heard there's there's my one big criticism about this Iron Claw movie. There's no mention of Chris Von Erich in it. Hmm. The, uh, the youngest son, who also killed himself. And from what I read, it was because they didn't want the movie to go too long, so they just cut him out altogether. <laughs> I guess a weird I'm reason not sure to cut a out a pretty excuse. big part of the story. Yeah, I'm not sure that's a good excuse, but okay. Oh, my God. But, uh, yes, uh, Zac Efron, you know, teen heartthrob from the Disney Channel playing uh, Kevin Von Erich. You know, you and- say that, but... He looks good. Holy crap. Hey, he's jacked, but he's he almost jacked. looks more like Carrie than Kevin. That's true. He does. Because he's 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 big and muscly. I forget the name Jeremy something or other is playing Carrie. Uh MJF, our AEW world champion, is playing the long belittled Lance Von Erich. The the not quite a cousin of the Von Erich family. D- didn't he end up being like a producer on that show too. Who is that? What I saw today, MJF. Oh, I don't. I didn't see that. You didn't see that. I'll have to find no. that. Well, I know Chavo Guerrero was involved in training all the actors, like for the wrestling scenes. And I just got to meet him not too long ago. Yeah, you know, I forgot to get my picture from you last you time did. we dropped you off at your house. I forgot about it too until you guys left, and I was like, I should call. Nope, I'm not gonna worry about it. I'll see him again. No. I'll make sure you get it Saturday. I appreciate that. Ugh. I'll make sure you get it Saturday. Yes. No, no, we're not done yet. <laughs> Noodles. Oh boy, my producer's getting in my ear. Like, Already? Up. It's early. <laughs> oh, Noodles. She is something, isn't she? Yeah. I need to I need to get back and finish watching Crown Jewel because I never did finish all of it. Okay. I think it's the main to- event. And I need to finish watching. Um, I wanted to watch all of ha- Halloween Havoc, with uh. Oh yeah. I missed. I missed a lot of that. So. Did you just watch night one and didn't watch night two? I, no, I didn't watch any of it. I need to go oh, back wow. and watch the whole thing. You should. It, it was. It was a good uh, couple shows. I'm usually pretty pleased with a lot of what NXT does. All I know is that there's some sort of thing going on right now with Chase U and. Oh, there's incriminating photos. Yeah, you don't know what's on there. Making okay. The intrigue. Uh, yeah, it's Chase U is maybe my least favorite part of NXT. Sounds and about right. It's Chase I U. Like what Duke do you Hudson. expect? I like Duke Hudson. I love Duke. Uh, I miss heel Duke. Oh yeah, Gambler Duke. Yes, I miss Gambler yes. Duke. Yeah, he was cool. And. When he joined Chase U, I think it was over a year ago, I thought, oh, this is going to be a few weeks before he turns on Andre and goes back full heel. But no, he's 
they've kind of made him into a lap dog almost. There's a lot of people they've done that to, though. Yeah, uh, I'm glad to see Trick Williams getting some uh, getting some steam, though. Mm-hmm. You know who I've been liking? I've been really liking what Pillman Jr. has been doing. See, that's it. I need to get on there because I haven't seen any of it yet. Well, he had his. First I saw match the on... promo. I saw the you promo. Saw the, uh, from last week. No, the the original one. Why he took the other? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. But so he had his first match during Halloween Havoc. Uh, I forget who he wrestled. Uh, it just says, I like Duke Hudson. I love Tyler Bate. You too. And Thea Hale seems like a nice young lady. I don't like the sum of the parts. Yeah, Thea kind of annoys me. <laughs> Very loud. You know, a little too hyper for me. But, Did she uh, still? Is she still turning heel too? She's still running around with J.C. Jane. Okay. They're kind of under the umbrella chase you right now. Oh, uh, as far as Pillman Jr. goes, I'm sorry, I should probably start calling him by his by his work name, uh, Lexus King. Yes. Uh, but so he had his first match. I forget who he wrestled off the top of my head. It was the first night of Halloween Havoc, and then they did the whole, they're doing the whole angle where somebody jumped Trick in the back and. Trick thinks it was Mellow. Everybody's assuming it was Mellow. Thinking they're going to turn Mellow back heel. And they mm-hmm. had the big face-to-face last week. And uh, right as Trick was about to ask Mellow point-blank, did you jump me from behind? Then Tillman came out and started stirring shit up like he had a big spoon with him or something. Right. Then, then Trick went to go and deck Pillman and Pillman ducked and he wound up wiping out Mellow instead. So a lot of intrigue there. I was looking here. Hold on, I'm looking to see who he fought. Um, I want to say it was somebody like Eddie Thorpe or something like that. But uh, oh, Tazawa had a match for the Heritage Cup during Halloween Havoc, I think. Tazawa. Yeah. Hmm. Oh, I'm sorry. I've ruffled feathers. AJ says, she is a nice young lady, and I'll tolerate no Thea Hale slander. She has less than a year of entering <laughs> experience, and she's doing what she can. I don't know. I can't get mad at her for anything she does, because it's not her fault putting her out there while she's that green. Well, she's kind of like the poster child for 2.0, when it was basically, they went back full developmental. And she just happened, and she managed to get over, you know, more power to her. But yeah, she's still greener than goose shit right now. <laughs> oh, wait, here we go. Um, Dante Chin. Okay. And then I was going to look and see, too. Because I forgot about one of the matches. Wait, does does Dom still have the belt? Yeah. Damn it. Okay. Why? Because that's my boy. That's my other boy. Who? Nathan Frazier. Who? Oh, Frazier, yeah. I like Frazier. <clears throat> I like Frazier. I met Frazier back when New Wave was a thing, so. He, he was, was a lot British, of fun. British, right? Yes. Yes, okay. It's either British or Australian. I'm not sure. It's one across of the two. the pond, governor. Yeah, it's from across one of the ponds. I'm not sure which one it is. Right. right. Could mm-hmm. be the Atlantic Ocean, could be the Pacific Ocean, could be the Billy Ocean, for all I know. English. He's English. All right. But no, I've... Uh, NXT's getting pretty close to where they were pre-2.0 right now. Good. Then maybe I can start watching again. 
You should. I think you. I think you'd enjoy. It. There's some. There's still some stuff that's a little cringy, but. Uh, <laughs> I mean, Bump Ron Breaker's doing a hell of a job. You got Carmelo. You got. Uh, I need to get on there see Corbin again. Oh yeah, Corbin. He's like one of their top heels now. He's yeah, see, with, uh, Dragunov. Ah, uh, I love Corbin. Loved heel Corbin really? back in the day as a lone uh, wolf. As a lone wolf. Was, when his hair was turning heel on him. Yes. <laughs> back when he didn't work by the hour. And back before he was an insufferable douchebag. Yes. 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 Uh, no, he was lost one in NXT. Yeah. He had good matches with like Aries and Joe back then. And then he kind of got fast tracked to the main roster after he won the Battle Royal at WrestleMania. He did. And I, I've had like big plans, but then he pissed off Cena. And then yeah, he cashed in. If there's guy you don't want to piss off politically, it's probably Cena. Yeah, and then he cashed in and didn't get anything. Lost. And yeah. Which I'm okay with. I don't mind that sometimes somebody doesn't successfully cash in that briefcase because that keeps things from getting too predictable. Right. But that was also when he was dumb and he announced he was going to cash in and then waited a week and come on now. Yeah. The only time that ever worked was when Van Damme did it. AJ says, oh. Corbin knows how to piss people off and he has a cool finisher. People have made 20-year careers off of far less that in wrestling, brother. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of, what did you think of Miz and uh, Ivar? Is that Ivar? Ivar. Okay. The big Viking. I wish they did not. I wish they didn't talk. make the Vikings look like chumps, but that's beside the point. Not even that. I wish they didn't let Ivar talk. Right? He doesn't sound like a Viking. No. <laughs> he looks big and intimidating, and I love his work. I have ever since he was in Ring of Honor. But he talks like me. <laughs> his voice might be higher than mine. Oh, I'm, I'm going to fight you, Bronson. Yeah. Like that. yeah, it was bad. That Although was I am bad. down for uh, Ivar versus Bronson to read. And you know what? I know this is probably not a popular opinion. But I really do think that Miz is a good choice to go after Gunther now. You don't? I do. Oh, no. See, I agree with you. Because I, I feel like Miz has got something to prove now. Yes. And whenever Miz has something to prove, that's usually when we get the best Miz. Yes. Or at very least we get George. Yeah, it's true. We get, that's a George squaring off with uh, Kaiser and Vinci. <laughs> Oh yes, please. <laughs> oh, my that would be hilarious. Oh my god, oh George. Oh George. When he put his dukes up at WrestleMania, it was right. It was maybe my favorite part of the whole WrestleMania, and that was the mania where Kofi won the world title. Oh wow, <laughs> Kofi mania. Yep, it ran wild for a few months. A few months. And then it got stopped with shoulders and a. That mother's kiss. Mm-hmm. As Mean Gene would say. <laughs> last time last time the IC title was relevant before Gunther was when the Miz had it. He's got a point. He does he has a, a point. I mean I wish AJ mm-hmm. would have had a better run with it. When, yeah. When he won it. Then uh, Sammy had a decent run with it. Yeah, but still you didn't care about it as much as you did with Miz. 
No. But I don't think he's going to win. He's as credible as a challenger for Gunther eight times as IC champ is more than enough of a valid reason. That's true. Yeah. Hey, uh, I don't know if you heard this. uh, Cena apparently had to have surgery on both elbows after Crown Jewel. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, okay. I don't know what the injury was, but they said that after he got back to um, the States, he had to go and get surgery on both elbows. I know he has a bad habit of taking power bombs where he lands elbows first on the mat, so I wonder if maybe that has something to do with it. Just years Wait, so of we wear have, and tear. So we have um, Cena that's on the DL. Then we've got Ray on the DL. Yeah, uh, Orton should be coming back from the DL. Let's hope he should be coming back soon. Uh, Ricochet's gone concussion protocol. Uh, what's her name? Uh, chick that wrestled, uh, Fallon Henley from NXT is on concussion protocol right now. She took oh, really? the business end of Tiffany uh, Stratton's moonsault on the... Uh, gotcha. AJ, Sammy defended it a grand total of three times when he had it, and I don't remember AJ ever. AJ did hold it, but it was very briefly. There was the Mrs. Run, a crippling pit of obscurity, then Gunther. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was when, uh, I think Sammy got stripped of the title and AJ won the vacant title. Gotcha. And then Sammy came back with his belt, and I think they did the whole ladder match with two titles business. Uh, Let's see here. Uh, I'm trying to think of anybody else that's hurt right now. I can't think of anybody. Well, yeah. Well, if he even comes back, I doubt he comes back. Oh, wait. Abari says, JR's AEW contract expired. There's a few people whose contracts expired in AEW. Uh, the Butcher and the Blade are done. Uh, Allie. Bunny. The Bunny. She's off doing OnlyFans now. Darn. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Uh, no, Jeff Hardy was involved also. It was a, it wound up being a three-way for the title. But as AJ won the vacant title, Hardy beat AJ, then Sammy was still hovering around with the belt. So, But uh, anyway, yeah, uh, Jim Ross's contract expired uh, not too long ago, so he's done, it sounds like. Speaking of sock face, um, <laughs> we weren't speaking of sock face, but okay. I watching AEW today, and I only made it halfway through because we all know how I watch AEW, and I watch it till I can't take snow more, and I couldn't take snow more. Okay. So, it, it, Excalibur sucks. Dear God, he's he's not good. The, old, so the best bad. the best part of that commentary team is Taz. Yes! Thank God for Taz! And they have Kevin Kelly on payroll. Yeah. Good lord. Who also, by the way, is done with New Japan as of now. He's full-time with AEW, it sounds like. Oh, nice. So now they need to put him on the show because he's a really good play-by-play guy. Yes, please. Anybody but Kevin Kelly, Nigel McGuinness, and Taz should be your commentary team. I'm fine with it. Put Excalibur and Tony on Rampage. Yeah, the show nobody watches. (laughs) I'm surprised that Tony never made himself a commentator. No. No. I hate you. I hate you. Thanks, guys. (laughs) Thanks, guys. (laughs) Have we heard from our guest yet, Ren? Uh, We have not. I know he was doing some dad stuff before he was coming on with us, so... 
he said he'd be on around seven, so I'm giving him a little bit of leeway. So <laughs> hopefully it will not be too long. <laughs> AJ. Well, you know what? Since we're killing time, do you want to go ahead and do maybe the Hall of Fame? Let's do it. We can do that. First off, AJ had to try me. We've, we've been trying to do better about not using corny names for people, and then AJ just throws it right into the old comment thread. <laughs> the good old butcher, baker, and the candlestick maker. Who, for the record, I was confused. I thought the candlestick maker was Pip Sabian. I thought, the, apparently, see, apparently I thought it was the bunny. bunny. Yeah, okay. I thought it was the bunny. I mean, I, well, see, because originally Kip wasn't with them. Because it, it was Kip and Pit Stop Penelope. Penelope Pit Stop. Pit Stop. Yeah. So... Uh. That's why I thought the candlestick maker was the bunny. Yeah. Well, now that she has an OnlyFans, we'll see what she really does with candlesticks. I don't want to know. I really hey. don't want to know. I don't want to know. <laughs> don't want to know. All right, Hall of Fame. Let's get her maybe Hall of get, Fame. Maybe she'll, get a, maybe she'll get a wild hair of that or something. Oh, that was bad. Was that bad? That was real bad. All right. Well, on that note... So I know we usually save this for later, but hey, why not? It's a we're doing the old JTR Hall of Fame as we usually do. Usually not this gassy. A lot of ribs over the weekend, so I'm still recovering. <laughs> uh, this week, our uh, our inductee falls under that category of how the hell has he not gotten in already? Mm-hmm. <laughs> this was one of those that I remember messaging you earlier this week and going, "I don't have one yet." <laughs> Yeah, because like, this is supposed so to be your so pick. Is so-and-so in there? You're like, no, I go, any ideas? <laughs> and I just said, hey, you know, this guy's not in here yet. He's like, and he's like that works. <laughs> that works! <laughs> yeah. So, without any further ado, our latest inductee into the JTR Hall of Fame, Hot Rod, Rowdy Roddy Piper. Uh, no business not being a first ballot Hall of Famer anywhere, but we only do one guy a week. And, uh, and I don't want to be too obvious with the... Uh, inductions you know what i mean no. it's uh... although so, all of our guys that we have in there so far deserve to be in there so oh, absolutely absolutely there were a few posthumuses that we had to put in early yep. uh i mean there's still a few glaring omissions if you ask anybody else oh that yeah we haven't put in yet so At oh definitely point, we may have to put in people, like, put in full factions at some point just to, uh... Get everybody? To get everybody in. All right. I agree. So, all right, so Roderick Toombs, as the name goes, from Winnipeg, Manitoba. And, as I understand it, holds the record for the quickest pin in the history of the Winnipeg Aud Coliseum. Uh, like, what, 10 seconds to Larry Hennig? <laughs> Back when he was, like, 15, when he was first oh, wow. breaking in. Uh, That's kind quick. Of a, Roddy has a fascinating story because he's, like, he was basically an orphan in Canada and just playing with a bagpipe band and then just all of a sudden joined the, I guess he was known as running afoul of the cops and everything, just, you know, being a troublemaker. And somebody's finally said, hey, you might want to get into wrestling and, 
and maybe make something of yourself. So he decided to try it. And I think I think it worked out pretty well for him. I, say, I think he did. I think he did all right. Yeah. Look, look at this guy. Oh, look at, look at that baby! <laughs> demonstrating his, his version of the Iron Claw, apparently. Apparently. <laughs> I don't know. What he's, is that a blackboard backdrop, or is it just a? I think so. <laughs> I think it is blackboard. Oh my goodness! There he is. Yep. Those look like underwear. That's the Probably plaid were. pattern. Well, there were those cotton like. Cotton speed trunks kind of stuff they used to do back in the 70s. Uh, so I first, of course, became known familiar with Piper back in WWF in the, in the mid-80s. But yep. before that, he was a big deal in Portland yeah. for a long time for Roy Shires. And I'm sorry, Don Owen. I get my West Coast promoters yeah. mixed up. Uh, he used to feud with Buddy Rose and uh, Jimmy Snuka, guys like that. Uh I think my favorite work of his was probably in the Carolinas or in Georgia when he moved over in the early 80s, even with like guys like Flair and Mulligan and uh, Morocco. Well, how can you go wrong when you're fighting those guys, though? That's very true. Of course, that's when we got the uh, the dog collar match with Greg Valentine at Starcade 83 for the U.S. title. Uh, it's it's actually weird. He had, went into the match with a damaged eardrum, and I think it got full-blown ruptured during the dog collar yeah. match. And if well, you he... pay attention... Oh, sorry, Ed. No, go ahead. I'll say, if you pay attention to his first handful of appearances for Vince, when he, when he's talking, you can hear that his ears still fucked up. <laughs> because when he came in, he wasn't wrestling. He was a manager. Because, ah. because he, had to, he had to recover. So he came in as Paul Orndorff and uh, Dr. D. David Schultz's manager in 84. Uh... And eventually, he got well, was able to... And I think he may have started doing Piper's Pit before he started wrestling. I forget the timeline. I exactly. love Piper's Pit. It was so good. Uh, it was. Uh, he was so good at antagonizing everybody. Sometimes he would say things that in today's culture would get him in a little bit of hot water. And do things that he would do then that would get him in a lot of hot well, we'll, water right now. We'll, we'll get to that. Uh, okay. I don't have the picture for that, but I figured... Let's not. Let's start. not yeah. do that. Yeah, let's not do that. Yeah. So, of course, everybody talks about his the few that really put Roddy on the map for, for Vince, and that was the one with Hogan. Look at that. Wasn't he the only one that never did the job? Piper never did the job for Hogan. He would, he would lose he by countouts or DQs, but he never took a pin from Hogan until, like, 97. Oh, yeah. I yeah. I, re I respect him for that. I respect it. I respect Roddy for sticking up for what he believed in there. Yes, obligatory bashing a coconut over Snooker's head comment. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Oh man, that was that's what I was. I didn't see that when it happened because I was like two. <laughs> CTE exists, people. <laughs> oh boy. And if Snooker didn't have problems before that, <laughs> yeah. Oh, that uh, yeah. So he had the long feud with. <laughs> The snooker with the coconut, and then they had some good matches. I think they're on YouTube. I just doing the live event circuit, him and snooker main eventing. And uh, yep, exactly. Barry didn't do the job till Super Bowl '97, and that was yep. that was with an assist from the Macho Man when Macho Man joined the NWO. Uh, so yeah, it really Hogan, wasn't for Hogan; it was for somebody else. But right, look at that. <laughs> 
I'm a better actor than you, he's saying. I, he is. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I know what he's doing here, but no, to somebody who doesn't know the story, they might think <laughs> something unseemly is going on. Yeah, a little bit. I think they were talking about his artificial hip at this point. Gotcha. Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> there he is, looking like a madman as always. I gotta say, though, I've... Oh, speaking of being a better actor, there he is. They live... There he uh, is. Such a good movie. Kick ass and chew bubble gum, and he's all out of bubble gum. Yep. Great line. Uh, I'm gonna... I think I know the answer to this, and I think it's the same answer that I would have, Menders. Which did you prefer? Did you prefer Heel Piper or Babyface Piper? Heel. Absolutely. <laughs> That's Baby kind of a face Piper. Babyface Piper just seemed almost watered down by comparison. Yeah. You wanted but, the... but he had to be watered down. A little bit, yeah, because if he was full Piper, then he'd be a heel. Exactly. <laughs> There's just some people that they can't be a babyface. But even with this face, look at that. Look at that pun on Menders. Aww. <laughs> oh, Piper. He was a handsome devil, wasn't he? He was. Oh, I always like this picture. <laughs> Vince looks genuinely terrified right there. He should be. Yes. Uh, uh, right in the uh, heat of the Hogan feud, then we get the feud with Mr. T. Yep. Then we get WrestleMania. Because of WrestleMania. I'd love to find replica boxing trunks like what uh, either one of these guys has. Has the big logo on the leg there. Yeah. Uh, I think my favorite match that Piper had, actually, surprisingly, it was when he was a babyface, but it was the uh, WrestleMania match with Bret Hart. That is such a good match. I actually best, watched that one the other day. Yeah. Best match on that whole show. It was so good. And that Very was good. that was not heel Piper either. No, it was babyface Piper. That was babyface Piper. He was, he was teasing heel, though, with the bell. Yes, which was great. What the hell? Use the bell, Bobby Heenan said. Yep. But, uh, yeah, and then uh, Brett got color when they probably weren't supposed to. But he It was an accident. Managed... You get color on but occasion. He, he was so good, he was able to make it look like it was an accident, so nobody got in trouble. Yeah. <laughs> it was so good. That's yes. That is probably one of my favorite Piper matches. Yeah. Uh, let's see. He went. Uh, he was basically part time from 1989 until 1996. <laughs> just, Hogan wouldn't do the job to Piper because Piper would have never dropped the ball back to him later. And I respect that. Yeah. <laughs> it was a very political time back in the 80s, especially with championships. Because it was I a very firmly... political time that we didn't know about. That's yes. what makes it great. Yes, and I firmly believe that they should have done it where. In the build-up to WrestleMania, they did the war to the, ugh, easy for me to say the war to settle the score in February of '85 when they did Hogan versus Piper on MTV. I still think that Piper should have won the belt from Hogan there, and then do the rematch at WrestleMania and have Hogan win the belt back. I don't think Piper would have done it. No, I don't think he would. I just, I just think that would have made for a better story. Yeah. As good as as good as the story was between. That whole group, there's a there's a lot of fuckery in that angle yeah. because he had Mr. T, Bob Orton, Jimmy Snuka, Paul oh, Orndorff, Orton. you know, all these ancillary characters. It should have just been down to Piper and Hogan because people forget that first WrestleMania there was no world title match. 
Right. That was a tag match. It was tag match. Because it was Orton and Piper versus Mr. T or- and Hogan. Orndorf. Orndorf and Piper. Or- Orndorf. Sorry. Or- or- Orton was in the corner. Orton was in the corner. I guess Hogan and T with Snooka in their corner. Which, if you ask me, I would have preferred to see Hogan and Snooka with T in the corner. But, you know. Yeah. But T was a big box office draw. Was, that uh, was the draw. That was that was where the money was because everybody yeah. wanted to see Mister T. If you wanted so. the if you wanted a better match, you would have put Snuka in there. They didn't want. But, uh, they wanted to make it a success, though. I think it would have been a success regardless. Do you really? Well, if Mister T was involved, yeah. I mean, Muhammad Ali was a referee, <laughs> and not a good one either. No, <laughs> he no. was a, he was an awful referee in that. All due respect to, to Muhammad Ali. But... <laughs> Sorry. Uh, Sorry. Are you reading AJ's comment? No, no. All right. <laughs> I'm, I'm not reading this out loud. I'm not reading this out loud. Uh. <laughs> you want to see what it says? You got to go to YouTube. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I am not a party to this. <laughs> to, uh, uh, he warned us. He, he, he went to Benny's. He went to Benny's. <laughs> we'll blame Benny's. They're never going to sponsor oh, us. They probably should, honestly. Yeah? Oh, man. Uh, sponsors back when Marco and Nards were involved. I don't think it's ever going to happen. That's true. That's <laughs> true. There's a lot of tequila consumed on those shows. Much, much tequila. Oh, AJ, Piper said it, not me. <laughs> I, I get it. I get it. Uh, Piper was known for so many notable moments. He shaved Adrian Adonis's head in yep. WrestleMania 3. Uh, how did you feel about his WCW run? Honestly, that was probably when I wasn't watching. Okay. Cause the like, first... I don't know. First... It got to a point with WCW that I felt like and I'll probably catch a lot of heat for this, but I felt like they were doing nothing but recycling the stars of WWE. Well, that was so most like, of Hogan's run from exactly. long before Piper was there. He brought I, in I Boss know. Man and So I quit Quake watching, and... and then I came back and started watching when it got real bad and Russo was running it. Oh, yeah, poor child. Yeah, and then I was like, yeah, no, can't do it. Can't do yeah. it. <laughs> there were some questionable uh, decisions. Very. Uh, well, the, we'll discuss <laughs> part of them later. <laughs> yes, we will. Uh, here's one of the questionable decisions. Uh, yes. Slambery is Piper, Flair, and Kevin Green of the Carolina Panthers against the NWO in, a, in the main the main event, by the way. That was the main event was that six-man tag. What has always been the deal with athletes, like football players and everything being in main events? Celebrity status. Is that, that what it that is? Show was all, that show was also in Charlotte, and he played for the Panthers. So, well, I get it. I mean, I, I just, I just go back to like Lawrence Taylor and Bam Bam Bigelow, and well, Lawrence Taylor was the arguably the most famous athlete in the in the country in at 95. the time. I get it. I understand. It's kind of like the whole Mr. T thing, but it's just like, okay, right. Uh, at one point, Piper did win the U.S. Championship in his later run. Been purely transitional because he dropped it to Scott Hall not too long after that. Mm. Uh, he went back to WWE in the uh, about 2005 when he went into the Hall of Fame. There's the picture there. Yeah. He had a really fun speech too. I remember. That I was, think I listened to his. 
That was my favorite Hall of Fame because it was his speech. Then you also had Sheik's speech. Oh, jeez. <laughs> um, and none of them could have been as long and drawn out as Hillbilly Jim. Holy crap. N- no. no. Uh, if oh. there was anybody who was going to go long, it could, like, couldn't have been Piper or Bobby. Right. <laughs> but no, it had to be Hillbilly Jim. And I'm not, and I love Hillbilly Jim, but he is not an orator. No. Uh, so about a year after he got into the <laughs> Hall of Fame, look at that. He and Flair win the tag team championships. I'm laughing. Flair in a kilt comment. just tickles me. That's hilarious. <laughs> uh, did you see AJ's comment? Uh, I kind of like it. Uh, there we go. Hey, Lawrence Taylor and Dennis Rodman walked the Logan Paul to run. Rum. Rum. <laughs> run. <laughs> Thank you, Bennies. <laughs> Hey, when we get done with this, we got to talk about Logan Paul also. Oh, yeah. The new Did US we talk camp. about Logan Paul in the last episode? I think we talked about Crown Jewel in the last episode. Did we? But maybe we discussed it already. But anyway. I don't know. <sighs> I don't remember. We've, we've slept since then. We have. We have. I've indeed. had to do physical therapy and it's, yeah, early mornings. No, we couldn't have talked about Crown Jewel, could we have? When was it? When was Crown Jewel? Now I gotta look at a calendar. That was... I think it was two weeks ago, because I was working. Was it? Yeah, because I watched it on the Sunday when I was... Well, I don't want to say too much. My (laughs) bosses are listening. But I had to watch it the day after, because I think we were doing something Saturday night. Was that a wrestling show that we were at? It might have been a wrestling show night. That might have been Connelly O'Reilly too. No, it was on during the day. Right, and I was at work, so I didn't get to watch it live. Yep, that's what it was. Okay. So I don't think we've had a show since then. Have we? No. (laughs) We have not. So we haven't talked about that. Oh, I need to put that back up. You got more pictures? Uh, yeah, I do. <clears throat> if you can uh, find it. Oh, here's a good shot. Him with the Intercontinental right. Championship in 1992. Beat the Mountie, ending his two-day reign as Intercontinental Champion at the Royal Rumble. This whole two days. Just because Brett had a hundred and something degree fever and they had to yeah. take the belt off of him. Yeah. All right, what else do I get? Picture-wise. I think we're just about to all of the pictures. Let's see. Yep, looks like we uh, got through all of them there. So, uh, But yeah, this is definitely a long time coming for our Hall of Fame to have Piper going in. Uh, I think... Now, technically, do I get to pick the next one, or is it... If you want to. If, if you want to. Okay. Cause there's gotta, there's one that came ideas. to mind, but I'll keep it for my pick. Okay. Oh. <laughs> Unless I actually know the think the same one, it wouldn't surprise me. No, wouldn't be the first or last time. Uh, hey, at least we don't have to do t-shirt checks now every show. This is true. Because I know you don't have the shirt I'm wearing to our to our when we go to. Oh God, AJ, if you're feeling brave, let me pick one. Uh, Are which we feeling underground brave? star would it be? <laughs> 
probably the, uh, kill, if he kill if, shot. no kill switch. Um, well, I thought it was kill shot. It is kill shot. Sorry, you said I'm kill shot. You. you said kill I'm shot messing in the with you. Don't don't mess with me, woman. <laughs> <laughs> if if it if. If he's picking it and he had to pick somebody from Lucha, I think it might be Matanza, but I don't know. Hmm. I'm probably wrong. He'll tell me if I am. I really got to catch up. Yeah, you do. Yes. All right. Well, Reb. Yes. We've been going for about an hour and 45 minutes now. Uh-huh. Do... Have I've we... Seen... I've sent a message off to our guest. I'm waiting for a response. So okay. Not sure what's going on. So let's say if, if all else fails, we can always go into top 10. Cause that's... Yeah, we can do that. Actually, you said we were going to talk about Logan Paul. Let's talk about Logan Paul. So okay. let's stay on the rail for a minute. And let's okay. <laughs> talk about Logan uh, Paul. I love now, mind you, I haven't watched the match yet, but I've heard. Oh, okay. AJ told me who his pick would be. Oh. And I was wrong. Yeah. Yeah, AJ bailed out of the uh, out of the comment thread here. I'm guessing internet issues. AJ did. But, uh, oh no, he sent the... it to me in the in the message. He sent it to me. Yeah, in he message. sent it in the Facebook Messenger. Uh, oh. So, Logan Paul, United States mm-hmm. Champion, yay or nay? I'm okay with it. As am I. I, I, I think I'm he's okay with add it. Prestige. He's gonna wear that belt everywhere. He already have uh, you not have you not seen his ex? <laughs> what? He's wearing it in the shower on his ex. Oh, Logan on, on, on Twitter, yeah, it, he's wearing it in the shower. Oh, that's going to tarnish sleeping the gold. Any sleeping with well, it? I, do, I would, I would do that. I mean, shiny. Uh, <laughs> but uh, the word on the street is that Logan has retired from boxing. He's going to focus on WWE full time. I'm okay I don't know with what it. his definition of I'm not sure what his definition of full time is. I don't I don't want to see him every week. I want to I want I don't to stay see him every week special. Yeah. Like he needs to stay special. He needs to be an attraction. Yeah. But uh, I like that he's got the belt because everywhere he goes on his massive social media presence, he's going to have that belt with him. It's like when Bad Bunny won the twenty four seven title and wore it on SNL. Yeah. But uh, now that being said, I do think that. I know who needs to take the belt off of him. Who do you think? I think it needs to be LA Knight. And I think it needs to be at WrestleMania. Okay. Yeah, and you know what? Logan Paul's um Buckshot Larry Howard's commenting. Oh. I like that there, dang old Logan Paul man, dang old natural between those ropes. Why is he does he turn more into Boomhauer the more he drinks? Yes. <laughs> but he does a better he does a better buckshot lariat than Paige does, so I'm I'm here for it. Yeah, he does. He does a lot of things better than a lot of people. He does, and he sh- in all honesty, he shouldn't, but he does. He's a freak. Yeah, he's a freak athlete. He's a freak. Also, a huge asshole, from what I hear. But well, I don't know that personally though, so I can't really say. That's true. They do sell the his prime energy at the at Schnucks on Mattis Avenue over here. Oh, do they? I have not partaken yet, but I think Narge's boys drink it. 
right. Well, not the energy. That's like a like a sports drink version. Yeah, like Gatorade. Yeah. Yeah. So, but yeah, I'm okay it? with it. I'm a, if there was anybody that was gonna do it, I I'm okay with it being Logan Paul. Yeah. If it wasn't Logan, I would say Santos. Yeah. Considering what we saw this past Friday. Right. But uh, it sounds like uh, a lot of people are saying they want to see Cruz and Joaquin going up with uh, Santos again, start start up the Legato again, the Lucha Suits. The Lucha Suits? And, and then that makes me think that Dragon Lee is going to get involved somewhere. And if that leads to a Dragon Lee versus Santos Escobar match, I'm I'm in. Yes, please. <laughs> Take my money. <laughs> I'm tempting you with a good time, Menders. You are tempting me with a good time. A very good time. That would be a yes. lot of fun. That would be a lot, a lot of fun. Uh, Dragon Lee, he's a guy I've been watching for a few years now. From the time he was in uh, ROH. And then we've gone to Japan. But it's very smooth in the ring. He reminds me of a young Mysterio before the knee problems. Gotcha. So, yeah, I I kind of hope they bring back Cameron. I miss Cameron Grimes. He's been around. He just hasn't been on TV. Right. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he's no one of those freak. freak Very athletes. good. He's so good. Yeah. Technical savage. I think they call him. There you go. Back when he was the caveman gimmick. Well, we've talked about Logan Paul. Why don't we go ahead and hit our top 10 Tuesday? Let's do that. And then that way, yeah. we'll, we'll kind of judge it from there if we want to cut yeah. out or what we want to do. Yeah. And if it uh, falls through, then we can always make it we happen. We can always reschedule. Hey, we've done it before. We did it with Alice Sloan early on. You know, not a big deal. Who knows? Maybe we'll have, maybe we'll pre-record it. Also, I will say this, though. Polly Tomaselli is a guy I want to see come to zero one at some point. Yeah, there's a handful after, of guys that we talked about that we could see good matches out of him. After what I saw that you sent me to watch, so I was up to, not up to date, but at least knew a little bit about what he did. Yes, please. Because <laughs> could you imagine him and KLD? <laughs> that would be something. I was thinking him and Camaro. That would be good too, but. Him and KLD would remind me of the yeah. match you sent me of him and the Beast. So, well, you still had the best idea, uh, him and Carrot. I, you know, I like it. I like it a lot. <laughs> I, I like it say, a lot. At some point, if Connolly does beat Joey, there has to be a match with Carrot at some point for that title. We'll see. But not right away. I don't want to. Is isn't that isn't didn't Joey say something on his on the show they were on about Carrot? Takes off for six months or something. Like a punk. He's a punk. Joey is, but that's beside the point. <laughs> oh my goodness. All right. So let's get into the top ten here, Menders. Yes, please. All right. Here we go. All 
right. So as we mentioned earlier, our top ten subject this week: worst gimmick matches. Uh, plenty to choose from, Enders. Oh, there's plenty. Oh yeah. <laughs> so we'll do the usual. We'll just do. I'll do my ten. You do your ten, and then we'll go back. Well, I don't have my ten, so I'll just comment oh. on what you got. All right. Fair enough. I there's right. there's a few, and I we may have some honorable mentions. So okay. Well, my number 10 is kind of a, a broad sweeping stipulation. Blank yeah, on period. A period. <laughs> period. Yeah. Or, or, well, wait, it depends on what you have later. Do you have a forklift match, too? Uh, no, Judy Bagwell on a pole counts as an on a pole. Okay. Match. Okay. <laughs> that was uh, so book, bad. Book, and that Booker book match. is priceless here. With yes. Booker's match was ridiculous. Do you remember the exact particulars on that match? It wasn't like the first box fell; like they didn't even pull it down. It was. It was. So, it was. So the match was him and Jarrett for the WCW right. title. Go figure. There were four. But there were four boxes on poles around the ring. Right. One of them had the title belt in it, and if you found the belt, you won. Yeah. And the other three had various implements of of weaponry and things like that. One of them actually had a framed photo of Scott Hall because Kevin Nash was the commissioner at the time. Oh God! And uh, and yeah, well, didn't, it, didn't Booker T like drop the belt? Did it like fall out of the box? I think it may have. It's been a. I, I haven't seen it since I saw it live. Oh jeez! It was something like that. It was, it was a fiasco. Yeah, as most things well, were in WCW in two thousand. But Jarrett was in the match, so that doesn't surprise me one bit. Hey, AJ has said that uh, Jared is the king of overbooked fuckery. Yes, he is the king of overbooked fuckery. <laughs> Judy Bag on a forklift is legendary. Uh, let's, yeah, we can call it legendary. <laughs> we call, yeah, we can call it that, I guess. You might as well tie her to railroad tracks. <laughs> no kidding. Where was Vince when we needed him? <laughs> <laughs> or Clayton Clark. That'll work, too. Although he's a sheriff, he wouldn't be tying girls he's to the, the railroad tracks. All right, so that's my number ten. All right, number nine. I only saw th- this match once on the Indies. This is definitely Outlaw Mud Show deathmatch stipulation here. Oh jeez. Oh. <laughs> yes, book grabbed the box and the belt fell out of the box. So. Okay, that's Thank what I thought. AJ. I thought he grabbed the box and like yes. as he grabbed it down, like the box, like the belt fell down and went on the ground. Yes. So the so the participants in the match at number nine were Madman Pondo and the late J.C. Bailey. This was in Louisville, I think, right away. Okay. The circus death match. The, the what? Basically, and I'm just gonna make it as simple as I can. There's a scaffold. Okay. And uh, the guys go up to the scaffold, and then below the scaffold, there's a net of barbed wire. I see this. Like you know how a trapeze artist would fall in their yeah. net. They made yeah. a net out of barbed wire. So basically, Jeez. these two guys did three moves the entire match. Each time it was just falling off the scaffold into the barbed wire. Then the, the crew having to cut them out. Then they would get out and go back up and do it again. They did that three times before they finally stopped the match. Was 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 the booker the one that will not be named tonight? Yes. Yes, it was. That figures. I'm sure Pondo and... Bailey had some. I think this may have come from Japan, so Pondo probably brought it over from Japan. Oh, I'm sure. But the boss probably said, "Oh, yeah, go with it." 
it looks like it might be expensive to set up. Yeah. Bar- barbed wire is not ex- not cheap. No. No. And but why? Why? Uh, their motto was "Why not?" I I know. <laughs> maybe there. Maybe it should have been "Why," <laughs> not "Why not." Well, maybe, why? maybe, maybe. There's. I've been told there there was a lot of 420 booking back then. I'm sure. Um, Probably uh, more than just 420. Just saying. <laughs> well, but anyway, so yeah, less said about the circus death match, the better. Yeah, let's move on. Right, I, I couldn't have I couldn't have stomached. Oh, that was terrible. The miracle on thirty fourth street. Uh, My favorite thing about this is the wordplay. Yes. But you got the candy cane kindo stick there. Yeah. They always had that... like forty Christmas trees up on the stage with huge boxes gift wrapped and whatnot. And why they so put dumb. Moxley and Bray in this match, I'll never know. Well, it might have been Mox's idea. Who knows? Well, anything to get him weapons, he's probably all for. I'm sure. Oh, hang on, AJ. I bought a random DVD at a secondhand store in Ohio once of random Japanese death matches. One of them, Pondo grabbed a trash can, put a bunch of light tubes in the can, then yeeted his opponent headfirst into the trash can. It sounds of like course. Pondo. Yeah, sounds about that's right. A, that's got Pondo written all over it. Jeez. <laughs> why? Again, why? Yes. <laughs> And I respond, why not? <laughs> All right. So, uh, kind of keeping Injury, with the... Th- death, keep, bleeding. Keep, <laughs> why not? Those are so good keep, reasons. So, keeping with the tr- with the theme of the previous uh, entry, our number eight, the trick or street oh, fight. God, that was so bad. I, You know what, though? That one wasn't as bad as the women's. Oh, that was so bad. I that picked this so picture bad. specifically to get Miz wearing a pumpkin on his head getting kicked in the face. <laughs> that works. That works. Uh, and the candy and the the Kindle sticks had were candy corn Kindle sticks this time. Yeah, I was gonna say, weren't they painted like candy corn? Yes. <sighs> All right. Menders, our sole TNA entry is our number. Okay. Seven, six, number six, I think. Six. Ten and on a pole. Nothing on a pole. <laughs> I know. A, I'm going a, through. Okay. Yeah, we're at six. All right, and I'm not going to say what it is. I just want you to look at this picture and appreciate it. Okay. Oh, dear God. Bully. <laughs> Bully. The fish market street fight. Jeez. Team 3D versus Shark Boy and Curry Man. Oh, Shark Boy. And I think this was in, I think this was in Seattle. It was on one of the pay-per-views. So the whole entryway was, cut, was filled with, like, cases of fish. It looked like a like the Seattle fish market, and they were using fishing poles and oh, fish as weapons. Was the angler there? The angler was not there. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I hope he's not watching because he might bring this idea to David. <laughs> no. For the blow off him and the glitch in the fish market street fight. No. Uh, Rob, I hope you're not listening. <laughs> <laughs> uh, at one point, I think it was Curry Man put a, I think it was a ho ho on a hook. On a fishing pole, and then Jeez. Bully put it in his mouth. And, and <laughs> Curry Man yeah, ruled him in. That's bad. That's bad. This was back when Bully and Bubba and Devon were trying to make weight because they lost a stipulation match where they had to be under 250 or else they couldn't <laughs> wrestle. Oh. <laughs> this made the list from TNA, but the blindfold steel cage match didn't. <laughs> <laughs> There were a 
were a few TNA matches that didn't make the cut on this one, but this one had to make it just for the uh, just for the picture. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> <laughs> Multitasking. Multitasking. All right. Yes. All right, number five. Yeah, the I old, knew you were going to put this on the there. Chamber of Horrors, Halloween Havoc, oh. 1991. Abdul the Butcher in the picture. Yep. Uh, the, 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 the participants in this match are so much better than the match. Yes, so much. Seeing Steiner Brothers, Rick Rude, Vader, Cactus Jack, Abdul the Butcher are all in this match. El Gigante, you know. I can't say anything yeah. about El Gigante because I almost uh, pissed off Bill Alfonso when I did the last time. Nope. And then also uh, Scott Hall was in this match. Diamond Stud. Huh. I forgot about that. And then, of course, Abby wound up getting barbecued in the electric chair. Supposedly. All right. Number four, <laughs> Menders, one of your favorites and mine. Mimosa oh, Jimmy Mayhem. Christmas. This was so Jericho dumb. Jericho versus Cassidy. This match made me have to pee when I saw it. <laughs> I bet it did. Making me pee, have to look at it. So bad. <laughs> It's a, uh, and they did this for no fans. They did. Yeah, when they there's nobody the arena. there. I mean, for Pete's sake, I think it's the only blessing is that Tony has never felt the need to bring this back. Please don't stop giving him ideas. <laughs> yeah, AJ's comments talking about his DVD collection here. I need you yeah. to understand my wrestling DVD collection isn't great pay-per-views. It's McMahon versus God, <laughs> the, the Muhammad Hassan fucky, or probably fuckery was probably what he meant to say, yeah. and the TNA Fish Market Street fight. <laughs> hey, I'm with you. I used to get all the pay-per-views when they'd come out on DVD at the Best Buy when I lived in Aurora. So I had all those TNA pay-per-views, and no, most of them not great. No. All right. So the less said about the Mimosa Mayhem match. The yeah, let's just move on. I don't want to talk about Mimosa. <laughs> All right, number three. Punjabi that was so. Prison. Why Orton agreed to this, I have no idea. Why Taker agreed to this, I'll have no idea. Taker wasn't Taker's in, in it. The, Taker was in the first one. Oh, I was so thinking this, of Mahal and. Oh no no Orton. no! This one, this match started when Kali had, right after he debuted in 06. Okay. With Undertaker, and it was supposed to be Taker versus Kali. Kali wound up getting hurt or sick or something, so he couldn't wrestle on the pay-per-view. So they just shoehorned Big Show into it. <laughs> it was Big Show versus Taker. And, yeah, it's basically a bamboo steel cage surrounded by a bamboo cage of death. As if you CCW don't have enough fans. problems, as if you don't have enough problems watching matches without anything around it. Yeah, you Let's can't add see something. shit You can't see anything! I think there were three prison matches. I think one... Yeah, there were three of them. There was Taker versus Big Show was the first one. Batista versus Kali was the second one. And then Orton and Mahal was the third one. And the Indian guy never won until Mahal. Ugh. <laughs> Orton versus Jinder was the best Punjabi prison match of all time, and that's not saying much. No, that's not saying much at all. Because that was the one I was sure Orton was winning, but whatever. What did you think of Jinder Mahal's WWE Championship run as a whole? Why? 
Why not? <laughs> Big audience in India. I know. But he's not from India. <laughs> but he's Indian. There's, there's a huge Indian population in Canada. I, I get why they did it. And most of them have the name Singh. I understand why they did it. Did I completely agree with it? No, because I don't think he was ready for it. I liked the idea of him beating Orton for the belt. I didn't think he would hold it for that long. I didn't either. All right. Shall we move on? Yes, please. All right. Number two. And again, I I mean, you're going to agree with me on the stipulation, but you're going to love the picture that I chose for this one. Okay. Oh, God. <laughs> Jericho giving the Judas effect to the Jaguars mascot <laughs> in the stadium stampede. The first stadium stampede there, the inner circle versus the elite, which Cody had the good sense to get himself out of. Yes. Thank goodness. <laughs> oh, yeah. AJ, he keeps saying Heath Slater needs to win the WWE title to complete the 3MB world title prophecy. Yep. He's still the only one. The only uh, one left. Yeah. Uh, what was the name that uh, Corny calls the stadium stampede menders? Um, football field fuckery. Yes. There you go. <laughs> I almost went with a picture of Paige on the horse, but I decided that this one was too good. You know, it's football field fuckery. Yeah. And it was. Yes. I mean, you want to talk about an overbooked fiasco. That's your stadium stampede matches. They're terrible. The, any anything that's the stampede or the arena matches, they're, they're just dumb. And it's so hard to keep track, like, to watch them. It's so hard to keep track of where everybody's at and what everybody's doing. And they put good workers in And if you paid it. for a seat, and if you paid for a seat, why do you want to watch the Jumbotron? True. And looking at the second one, when they had the uh, inner circle against the pinnacle, they put in Max and... FTR in this train wreck? Stupid shit, yes. Fucking Tony. <laughs> AJ says, my, my favorite part of Stadium Stampede was Jericho and Aubrey Edwards that. going to the replay booth to check the kick out. That I liked. I actually liked that part. Because that was creative. That was creative. Oh. I heard I heard Aubrey was trying to make time with Hangman's horse at one point during that match. Oh, jeez. Of course. Of course. A horse. A horse is a horse, of course. Of, of course. course, of course. I'm scared yeah. to know what your I number asked, one is. I asked Aubrey about that later. She said, nay. <laughs> I'm sorry. That was, that was mean. I shouldn't have said that. Uh, <sighs> but that's the best nay I've ever pulled off, though. <laughs> I'm interested to see Shame what your number me. one is. Shame on me. Uh, my number one is arguably the worst match of all time. Okay. Both in the actual match and the stipulation. Okay. The Kennel from Hell. Oh, thank you. Thank, you, 19, thank you. 1999, Big big Boss Man versus Al Snow. It's so dumb. You got Big Blue around the ring and then Hell in a Cell around that. Yeah. And, and instead of having vicious attack dogs, which they had Rottweilers. But they, they were all I mean, just horny and pissing everywhere. They weren't trying to attack anybody. They were just barking. They were horny and, and pooping. And they were humping. They were humping each other. They were humping the and pooping. Those were yes. the two things they were doing. It, and this was on this was on Unforgiven 1999, <laughs> which was supposedly the pay-per-view where all the referees were on strike. Ah. And I think Tom Pritchard was the referee here because he was one of the scab referees. Uh. <laughs> But yeah, this was for the hardcore title. 
you know, got to have a prize for this uh, artistry. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> oh, my goodness. Uh, oh, jeez. Oh. I mean, I'll credit to Al Snow, he made it, he made a meal out of it, and, uh, he made it work, but well, to a point. Yeah, he well, was, was able. He was able to get out of the ring without getting humped or peed on. There you go, and that was that was the highlight of the. The night. best part of that match was Jim Ross trying to make this thing palatable in any he way. Was well, it's oh. like what he does and Lawler too. It's what he used to do every week on <laughs> AW. Lawler probably had a whole joke book of dog jokes oh, at I'm the sure. ready. I'm sure. I'm having no, time so, to go back and watch this match again. <laughs> the one that you didn't say uh-huh. that I didn't know if you would or not because it, it was a knockouts match. Whoa. I think it was a knockouts match. Okay. But it was, um, I know they had like four different boxes. One of them had the box, had the belt in it. One of them had a contract in it. One of them had somebody's spider in it. Oh, that was uh, Victoria. And then the sh- there was one that had a strip tease, and they had the strip tease. Oh boy, May Young well, didn't Daph- get the strip tease. Daphne won the strip tease. Huh. Well, there's some uh, dudes that would have enjoyed that. Yeah, but that was like it didn't matter if you won the match or not. It all depended on what key you grabbed. I was like, "That's so dumb. This is so dumb." It's like it's like the feaster fired. Yeah. Ladder, like, match with that falls under on a pole by the way <laughs> oh that falls on the pole okay uh ha asking about the reverse battle royal i kind of liked the reverse battle royal that was a creative concept 20 guys start on the outside and then the first 10 guys and they get into the ring stay and then the rest everybody else has to leave and then it becomes a regular battle royal uh gauntlet style and then the last two guys is pinfall or submission hmm. that's that seemed almost creative almost Hey, Corny was there. He was fine with it. So, yeah. <laughs> well, I don't know about fine with you it. You can't but... be perfect all the time. Come on now. <laughs> oh, Corny. <sighs> oh, my goodness. Uh, so that but... concludes our top ten. I still have not heard from our guest, so I'm going to assume that he is a no-show. Uh, all right. So apologies for that. We'll try to get him rescheduled sometime soon. Uh, Menders, let's pay some bills here. I'm hungry. Here. So, yeah, that sounds like a plan. Yeah. All right. ProWrestlingTees.com slash JTRPod uh, for all of your, well, a lot of your t-shirt needs for the uh, podcast network here. You got some from... Hey, look, uh, there's mine. Hey, you got Tony's Porta-style fast food booking there in the mustard yellow, as Menders is modeling for us there. Uh, independent Wrestling Matters, Hoss Fights Draw Money, Get Your Shit and Move for independent wrestling fans everywhere. They got the Independent Wrestling Matters. Uh, you also got the Podigy, anybody that knows, knows. Uh, that's more of a zero one shootout if, thing. If you but... know, you know. <laughs> yes. Uh, Brainbustertees.com slash other slash JTR dash podcast dash network. Even more t shirts. Uh, more of the shootout stuff than on the uh, PWTs. But then you got the JTR Army. You got the logo for the network. You got our Heart Foundation logo. Excuse me. Excuse and you. then uh, also just added the JTFNR shirt for you ECW fans. Uh, if you like our buddy Gary Vasilio, get the Bearded Dragon t-shirt there. That's going to have to get ordered by me sometime soon. I'm going to show some love there. Also, uh, Zip Up Hoodies available uh, from this show and also for the Zero One Shootout. 
uh, hoodies, fanny packs, hats, stickers, all kinds of good stuff on there. So check that out. And uh, yeah, so that's what we have to offer there. But if you and happen I, to see us at an independent show, ask us. We might have it with us. Heck yeah. <laughs> Some or of them anyway. Ar- or we can set it up where you can order it. Yep. All right. Well, Menders, I have to pee like a racehorse. So let's get out of here. Alrighty. All right. And we, like I said, we'll try and arrange for a rescheduling for Polly Tomaselli. Uh, we're sorry it didn't work out. But, uh, you know, it's uh, the nature of the beast, as they say in the podcast game. So. Yep. So until tomorrow for the for one year anniversary zero one shootout for Menders, this is Rev. Remind you all, life is hard, work stiff, and we'll see you guys later. Thanks, guys.